0: Welcome back to Dial H for HeroClix. This is episode 268. I'm your host, Chris Britton. Let's go. My,
1: my, my, my
0: Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all of the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me again in the studio this week is my sexy ranch hand co-host, Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder?
2: howdy howdy let's get rowdy
0: let's get rowdy indeed we have another special guest he's been on here before but we just love him so much we had to bring him back on again and, and it actually means a lot to me because this is my last episode so i'm seriously thankful for you to be here and that is super fan christian bogan what's going on man Uh
3: oh, not too much guys i'm just as always it's a <laughs> it's my pleasure to just be on here to talk with you guys
0: Well, we are going to talk about all kinds of uh, news that dropped. We are getting uh, previews from, let's see, SDCC. We are getting sculpts. We're getting all kinds of stuff. We're going to play a little bit of Bad Samaritan because I just thought it's definitely something I want to leave off on uh, as a note uh, that I do want to leave off on. And then uh, we're just going to have a little bit of fun tonight. So we like to normally start us off on Dial H with what made us happy this week. Calder, start us off.
2: Um, I know it's going to be for a lot of people, is that San Diego Comic-Con happened this weekend. I'm not going to say uh, what you probably think it is, because I could honestly care less about most of the stuff that happened this weekend. But what made me really happy were all the new action figures. You know, one thing about me, it's like I really like wasting money on little plastic superheroes, and that comes in a variety of forms. So we're getting new reissues of Endgame figures, like a 2012 Captain America with an even better backside and Loki's spear. We're getting, like, the Iron Patriot. We're getting all sorts of new comic figures. We're getting a new Squirrel Girl. He's going to come with a little moped. There's seriously just a ton of new Marvel Legends and some hot toys that are going to uh, punch a pretty big-sized hole in my wallet here in a few months. But they're just beautiful action figures, and I, I just can't wait to uh, buy them and put them on a wall and never touch them again. That's what I'm excited for. That's what made me really happy. <laughs> okay,
0: hypothetical question. Instead of a scooter with Squirrel Girl, would you rather it be, like, Koi Boy and Chipmunk Hunk? Because I think that would be Oh, I thought you were awesome.
3: say
2: the Squirrel Copter. I, I totally would rather have the, the Great Lakes Avengers or whatever. Um, Yeah, dude, I would so prefer those. They're doing her in a Rider series, and I don't think... Uh, Koi Boy or Chipmunk Hunk uh, have got the comic book clout to be uh, in plastic form yet. They're just too niche and small. I wouldn't mind a little Howard the Duck thrown in with her, though. That'd be pretty nice. They they wasted a awesome two-pack on a Deadpool and Hitmonkey, which I don't think I could care less about. So uh, that could have definitely been used for something better. But, like, yeah, if we would have got her Squirrely Gig or, like, Dr. Doom covered in squirrels, that'd be dope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh so that will be
0: fun when we get to see all those and let's go ahead and jump over to christian what made you happy this week man
3: well before i uh you know go ahead and say that i have to ask calder now when you say captain america's backside are you referencing america's butt that is 100 yes correct <laughs> okay <laughs> just gonna make sure that's in form <laughs> apparently yeah uh yeah sure so this weekend you know kind of piggybacking off of what tm who said being mushy um getting to spend a lot of like family time together up north um it, that's michigan term for just traveling upstate <laughs> um we uh we just got to camp out in some cabins over the weekend and it made me realize how much of a sense of humor that my kids like how much it is just like mine that my kids have and uh there's this new joke that you know they've been doing with me it's been a lot of fun uh which reminds me hey calder yes calder yeah i'm sorry calder can you hear me yeah i can hear you oh never mind (laughs) oh oh yeah
1: that's hilarious that's funny that's funny i was like i was like
3: man i'm gonna have to edit all this out (laughs) never mind it's a joke (laughs) Yep. so okay no that. I'm sorry, I had I had to do that. <laughs> I'm not
2: talking for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are jerks.
0: <laughs> thank thank you for pulling that on caller and not me. Uh, by the way, caller takes fair. it so well. He's such a good sport.
3: Yeah, I so, know. He just uh, hates us for life. It's good. Yep.
0: But that's that's awesome, man. You got to spend time with your family. That's what matters. Yeah. Um, and yep. in the same exact vein, what made me happy this week was. Jaylene and I decided to do one last trip getaway to just spend time together and not worry about anything. So she took time off, and we drove down to Nashville, Tennessee. I I have been through Nashville about a billion times, but I've never actually stopped in the city. So we just spent uh, a little over 48 hours just enjoying the city and doing all these, like, really awesome cultural things for the, the city of music down there it's really cool we had such a great time and it it was a really awesome note for us to leave off on so that's that's genuinely what made me happy this week but we are not only here to hear christian bogan's terrible jokes that are also super hilarious uh we are here to talk about hero clicks and other new uh nerd related content so let's jump into that in the news section And also because I know it'll make somebody else happy. (laughs) All right. So, like I said earlier, we do have a bunch of stuff that dropped at San Diego Comic-Con, and we're going to get into that. But – and we haven't done this in a while, but it just – This hit the other day, and I thought it was actually such a good article. I really, really wanted to talk about it. So, Polygon.com actually came out with... um, And the reason they came out with this is probably because uh, at San Diego Comic-Con, there's lots of other things that are dropping outside of (gasps) Heroclix. I know! So, because we got Far From Home, it's already been out in theaters, and that is the official end of Phase 3 for the Marvel Cinematic Universe... They are moving forward with starting to release information about Phase 4. One of the upcoming movies that is going to be in Phase 4 is about the Eternals. And I love the Eternals. I do. And I know a lot of people out there that are like, I have no idea who these people are other than a few pieces that came out in the Mighty Thor set. I mean, yeah, you're you're probably – I completely understand because they're a really obscure team. But the fact that they're getting their own movie, I want to hearken back to the fact that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, (laughs) they were like a Z-list kind of group in the comics. And then all of a sudden they got their own movie, and it went so well that it is basically a household name of superheroes now. So I'm hoping that that is exactly what happens with the Eternals. And Polygon.com came out with an article – that is titled, Everything You Need to Know About Marvel's The Eternals, as just kind of a a primer of everything that you need to know. I will link this in the show notes, but it does go into the background of like how they were created, what they were supposed to be modeled after, kind of like how the sausage was made as far as the creation of comic book characters. Because if you didn't know, Jack Kirby is actually the creator of The Eternals. Well... He did not create the Eternals until he came back to Marvel. He left Marvel, and he went to work for their rival, DC, where he created the fourth world. The fourth world is like the new gods, and you had Darkseid and and all those characters. Well, the Eternals were his creation once he came back to Marvel, and it was like kind of a ripoff of himself. He created this new, like, little… Like sub world with the Eternals and made them like their whole background story and and it, what has always been really interesting to me about the Eternals is how they kind of retconned Marvel history so that the Eternals were actually really important even though they weren't up to that point in like real lifetime, uh, but they they uh, ended up being kind of like gods and that's why all of their names resemble a lot of, like, Greek-Roman pantheon names. So, like, you have Icarus, and that one's pretty on the nose, but you have characters like uh, Mockery or Macari, however you want to pronounce it. He's supposed to be Mercury from the Roman mythology, Greek-Roman mythology. And then you have, like, Thena, who is clearly Athena. and he basically just ripped off, like, the, this pantheon, made them into Marvel comic book characters, kind of gave them all their own, like, individual powers but they all also have some of the same powers like they can all fly and they're all immortal and and stuff like that and then the retconned marvel comics so that they were actually the original uh greek gods so you have other pantheons in the marvel universe like you have your norse gods you have your actual greek gods so zeus is a real character in there uh but then there's also The Eternals. So they're like on level with some of these pantheons, and I always thought that they deserved a lot more credit than what they were given, but Marvel just decided over the past however many decades to just not use them very often, and there's only like five volumes of them, and it's really easy to like sit down and like go through them and stuff, and it's just really worthwhile, but if you don't want to read any of those, you should read this primer. It might give you a little bit of uh, at least a semblance of appreciation for the Eternals. That's, that's kind of my, my plug for the hope of the future. Uh, Calder, you you don't know anything about the Eternals, right?
2: <laughs> right? Well, like, it was it was pretty good uh, seeing you recap how the uh, Jack Kirby's Eternal Sausage is made, and I was pretty curious <laughs> about that from the beginning.
3: That's yes, gonna be served for breakfast <laughs> and soon for you. That is, sausage.
0: that is an episode title, if I've ever heard one.
2: All right. Well, <laughs> Jack fantastic. Kirby's my, breakfast. My, my job here is done. <laughs> 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 all right, uh, no, yeah, They have a really interesting cast uh, that they said was going to be in the movie, and I, I I was curious about it since I actually originally uh, knew nothing about the Eternals, and all of a sudden we got him in Thor, and then all of a sudden I... Sat across from a year of mine. and at least three eternal characters who so I didn't know who the heck they were uh, almost every single time I went to play Hero So, yeah, no, it's going to be good to know a little bit more about these guys.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, and you know, the one character that everybody should know right now is uh, Cersei because that's being played by Angelina Jolie, right? Yeah, and who doesn't know? That. I mean, third world kids know who Angelina Jolie they want to get adopted by her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't but, know uh...
0: We're going to leave that in. Oh, that sounds <laughs> <Yeah>. good. Uh... <laughs> so, I mean, so, that is really cool. And, and it's really good, yeah. probably, for Marvel to bring in a big uh, actor or actress like that into the movie because it's going to bring in people that were already fans of Angelina Jolie. I personally like Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah, um, me too. So oh, I'm are, like, this heard. is really cool.
2: What were you uh-huh. guys I'm just saying you you're talking quite a bit about Angela and Jolie before the podcast. Just <laughs> it's those lips,
1: man. It's
0: the lips. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lips. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully, maybe I sold you guys on that. Uh, and then if you guys out in podcast land want to read about it, just get in the show notes, and you can you are more than welcome to read this, or at least. Give them clicks because this was a really well put together uh, article having actually read all of the stuff. that I've literally read everything that I, the Eternals have ever been in because there's not much stuff out there. So I'm like, yeah, nice. that is, that's a really good recap. So this is it. This is what you need. That's it's, uh, pretty good. So that's that. Uh, we will move on. We'll get into the hero clicks related stuff, and we're going to go back to what we were talking about earlier, the San Diego Comic-Con. We started getting some information about – the new star trek set we have five figures that dropped and we're going to try to go through those we did and i knew we we need to briefly mention this and we'll mention why we're not really talking about them because i know Calder's super excited about it but we just don't have enough information that is um eddie guerrero wwe clicks eddie guerrero and aj styles they have kind of been spoiled the dials are there the cards are there you can read them if you want to, but the thing is it won't make a lot of sense to you because we don't know what the powers do. Uh, as previously stated, there are new powers in the WWE pack, and yes, we do know what some of them do, and they are on there. Like, like what, Reversal was on one of them and stuff like yes. that? Yes. We know what those do, but there's a couple other powers on there. We do not know what they do. So I was like, probably – not talk about it until we know more about it. Is there, is there anything you wanted to talk about in that, Calder?
2: Uh, you know, there's a couple of things. I think they did a really good job on making some of these characters. Just, like, power names-wise, everything is just... Great. It's beautiful. I really like it. Oh, that like was it. cool. Light Cheat so, and Steel, man. <laughs> yeah, Light Cheat and Steel, dude. The House AJ Styles built like all this stuff. They're great power names. Um, I, I really, like, you have no idea how bad I want to go into these guys. But the fact of the matter is, we don't know what, like, half the powers do on their dial. So it'd be a little redundant at this point to try to talk about them.
1: Okay.
0: But they
2: look great. They seriously look great.
0: I, I will definitely give them that they took some time on. The flavor text of every single one of the well, there's only like three, but out of the three that we've seen, they've clearly spent time on the the flavor texts. And it seems like they're being true to the characters as far as the flavor text goes. So we also saw the, the ring and I knew you you wanted to say something about the ring.
2: Uh, So the ring is, like, a super clear, like, prototype version. There's no paint on it whatsoever, but it's really nice to see that they at least made it a three-rope ring instead of the boxing ring how that has four ropes. Now, there's not really, like, the big turnbuckle pads or anything going on right now. There's no uh, squares or anything like that, so they haven't painted it yet, but so far they at least have the ropes right, which is nice. Kind of puts my mind at ease that they're not just a straight repaint of the uh, boxing ring, so that's cool. That is good. Christian, is are you a huge
3: WWE fan or no? Uh, so, not really, <laughs> not, not as much as I used to uh, be. Back when it was still the, like the WWF, you know, yeah, uh, Stone Cold. Yes. Yep, Sta- Stone Cold was huge then. Uh, the Rock, uh, Mankind, all those guys, Big Show. That that was kind of my more my era. But you know, talking about the flavor text, all I can think of is, what is Ric Flair's going to be? Is it just going to be woo for all of his powers? <laughs> <laughs> woo! He dances a like, lot, though. Yeah.
0: So. Uh, I guess we'll see, but. Uh, you know, it's interesting because I'm seeing a lot of people online that are like, I'm not interested in WWE at all. I'm like, I mean, that's cool. I don't know why you're trying to yuck everybody's yum when they're like, there's clearly yeah. people that are really interested in this. There's going to be brand new players, okay? Remember mm. that at your venue, okay? Remember that because of this new property that is coming in is going to bring in new people that are like holy crap i can fight stone cold steve austin versus the undertaker in this game what is this game so even if you are not a wwe fan just remember that some people are really big wwe fans um and maybe you will have brand new players in in your venue that lasts a long time. What if what if you, they start off with WWE and before long they're transitioning over into the Justice League Unlimited set? And they're like, oh, you, I was also a huge '90s kid in the Batman animated series and the Justice League animated series was really cool. So just remember that it could be a thing. All right. Well,
2: speaking of X Men animated series, we're talking about some of these scopes we got to see. Yes, sir. Uh, so we have a few new ones. Uh, first up, we have the dragon under the mountain. Smog is making. Yeah, his very first heroic <laughs> appearance. Uh this is also um, the very first two by two uh base that we got for Lord of the Rings, so I'm very excited for that. It's weird they put it in X-Men <laughs> set, uh, but
3: I'm okay. Okay, so As long as it's standing on a pile of gold, that's all yeah, I'm about. Yeah. Uh we we figured out her name again earlier. What was it, Christian? Evangeline Whedon. Okay, yes, it, thank you. Um is I think is what it's going to be known as. Yeah,
0: she. We looked her up. She doesn't actually have like a code name or anything. She just goes by her regular name. Her literal power is to transform into a dragon. So that's the why sca- we have, big,
3: scary red dragon. <laughs> that's pretty yeah, awesome.
0: That, that's why we have a dragon. So okay, moving on. Uh, we have a red
2: onslaught, which is going to be sort of a quick little face swap from the normal onslaughts. So we're getting that red skull. It's gotta be a yeah, and uh, it's not a prime. It's actually just a rare. Uh, there's no green ring around his base, which is nice, and there is printing on his base, so that's pretty what, cool. What if the
0: onslaught is the regular onslaught is the prime?
2: Ooh, people are gonna be so mad. You <laughs> <laughs> <People laughs> probably want that onslaught more than red. I'm probably like one of five people who are excited for a red onslaught. Uh, uh, besides... if, if,
0: if you don't know, those are two different characters. One, the regular onslaught is a mixture of Professor X and Magneto, and then Red Onslaught is the Red Skull. Transformed into Onslaught It's really weird He's mixed with Professor X So continue It's,
2: it's pretty great we also got to see A Super Air Sauron sculpt uh, We're going to see Cyclops, Jean Grey And then the Fast Forces Which is going to have The Beast, Gambit, Rogue, Storm uh, Jubilee And who's that top character there? <laughs> uh, I can't see it in this picture Uh, So, yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, We've already seen the rest of those sculpts down there already. And also, in one picture that was floating off to the side, we got to see a few star jammers, including that one guy. Uh, What was his name? It was like Fabian something. It was like a really weird name. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that guy is going to be remade. He has been remade since, like, Mutations and Monsters. So that's everything on the X-Men side, which is really cool. Star Trek side, we got to see a whole bunch of sculpts of Star Trek characters I'm sure have names and are really cool.
0: (laughs) You know, there was somebody on the Twitter. I cannot remember who it was now, so I apologize. Uh, Certainly it was one of our listeners. He was like, uh, so if they made a, a Star Trek set and even I can't tell who they are in the sculpts, They did something wrong, indicating that they're, like, a huge Star Trek fan. So I'm like,
2: ooh, okay, all right. (laughs) So there's one thing to take away here is that the, I don't know who this guy is, but the Mere Dimension, Suns Out, Guns Out guy, his color tab is a more bronze than the Super Rare tab right next to him, which means the really cool only figures I really wanted from this set, the Suns Out, Guns Out, uh, Mere Dimension, Star Trek people are chases. Uh, which means I'm probably not going to get any, um, but that's a cool chase theme, at least.
3: Okay. Well, we so, did yeah. actually
0: get quite a few of the previews spoiled from that set, so we are going to jump into about five of those. Christian, are there any ones that you wanted to start off with? What do you want to talk about?
3: Uh, I kind of want to start off with Lieutenant Commander Data. He just... The fact is, he's a shifting focus, and I don't know if there's ever been a shifting focus that's been a super rare before. Oh, that is weird. Uh, uh, um, there
2: has not been, no.
3: Okay. Uh, so I'll just start with him, then. So Lieutenant Commander Data comes in at 50 points with the United Federation of Planets uh, team ability, and that reads, uh, when this character is given a move action, modify speed plus one. So basically, the Avengers team ability. Yep. Uh, he's got... Two traits, uh, the first is the shifting focus free if he, you know, began the map. You can replace him with a character with the same name, uh, as long as he's on the same click number and replace him. Uh, second trait is our, adver- oh, one thing, uh, to note is that he's dressed like Sherlock Holmes and <laughs> all of his, all of his flavor text is Sherlock Holmes related. So his second trait, our adversary is none other than the Professor Moriarty himself. When an opposing character within six squares would use Outwit, Perplex, or Probability Control, you and that opponent each roll 2d6, and you add Lieutenant Commander Data's deduction tokens. If your result is higher, instead that opposing character can't use that power this turn, and Lieutenant Commander Data gets a deduction, or deduction tokens. That's pretty Um, good, though, because... It, it's a passive
0: ability, and, you, and then you don't actually ever lose deduction tokens, Yeah. so that's pretty legit. You could just keep going. I mean, if it's possible to never lose a
3: roll after a while. Yeah, so that, that that's pretty awesome in itself. Uh, he does have two special powers, both which are in the first three clicks of his five-click long dial. Uh, the first one is a speed power. It says, come, Watson. The game is afoot. It's just sidestep and stealth. And then his damage power, which is elementary, my dear Geordi, is probability control. When Lieutenant Commander Data uses it, the result can't be further re-rolled. So either that can really help you or really hurt you, <laughs> depending on how good you, you roll. And in my case, it would probably just hurt me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but his stats are pretty pretty standard. I mean, it's just 9 speed, first 3, 8. Uh, just regular stealth, then naked 10 attack all the way through, um, 18 defense def- um, toughness, and then he goes down to 17 on his last two uh, close combat reflexes, and then his damage is just three across the board, uh, and he does have Indomitable, which is probably one of my favorite uh, powers on a character. So right
0: uh, We have, I, I don't know if you remember to mention the keywords, but they are...
3: Oh um, yeah, I didn't.
0: Hollow deck is a keyword. Hollow deck, starfleet <laughs> detective and robot probably in Dom because robot. Uh, yeah, weird that hollow deck is a keyword.
2: He is gonna be big on robot teams for sure. Oh yeah, uh, this is like the cheapest robot probability control on a team right now. So this is really good. Really, not really only good. that, but I mean, just the passive ability to
0: maybe cancel out your opponent's outwit, perplex, or probs. Yeah, okay, that's
2: that's yeah, not that's bad at all. Always awesome.
3: You put them up against X Men, and how often do they use perplex? Oh and my gosh, constantly. <laughs> <rolling>. <laughs> Ugh,
2: that takes that would make every turn take so long. <laughs> <sighs> all right, well, that is data. Uh, Calder, which figure did you want to talk about? I guess I will talk about, I'm not going to try, I'm just going to call him the Borg guy. So, we're going to go ahead and talk about Jean-Luc Picard, a.k.a. Borg version of him. I want to give a shout out to Chris Rizzi for sending in these previews earlier today. Uh, thank you so much for getting these to us. He is a super rare. He's silver ring. He has the Borg team ability, which is just Suicide Squad. Because no one knows what that does, this is what it does. When an adjacent friendly character is KO'd, after resolutions, you may roll a d6. If you do heal this character, equal to the result, minus two, minimum one. So the Borg are kind of supposed to die. He has two traits and then no special powers. I am whatever of the Borg. From this time forward, you will serve us. Friendly characters that are adjacent and have the board or sorry or have the board keyword can use steel energy. If they can already use steel energy, when they use it and heal, they heal an additional click, so that's pretty dope. His second trait is attacking the enterprise. Friendly characters that are adjacent or have the board keyword. Modify attack value plus two when attacking only characters with the Starfleet keyword. He is great. In sealed, if you, I guess, ever would play sealed of this set, I don't know. He has a pretty standard dial, though, with running shot, penetrating psychic blast, top dial, with toughness and outwit. He has 7 range and indom. He's only 75 points. After those first two clicks, where he has the same power set, he moves on to sidestep and precision strike with ESD and range combat expert. And then on his last two clicks, he goes down steel energies, regeneration, and uh, two more clicks of outwit. Of course, uh, he only has regen on his very last click. Uh, The one before that has ESD, but fairly vanilla dial with really cool, uh, I would say, traits that kind of help the Borg get around, so I think it's pretty awesome. Giving everyone a plus-two attack when attacking Starfleet could be pretty great if you're playing a thematic game, which is like, man, I mean, I want to play a thematic board game, but, like, all your guys are going to have plus-two attack against me. That kind of sucks, dude. So, you know, if he's a 13 attack, running shot Pulse Wave that's pretty gnarly, and then if he ever you know, gets in time because of Steel Energy, that'll work. Giving other people Steel Energy is also pretty awesome, even though he's not meant to be up close in the fight. Uh, He's definitely a leader, kind of commander figure, and I think he's really cool uh, with board, robot, and soldier keywords.
3: Yeah, I, I was just thinking of the most recent set, having you know dr strange come with that soul gem and you just pay 10 points to throw steel energy on someone mm. and they're hitting from range for steel energy and they're just double healing if they're next to this guy
2: gross i hate it thanks for the idea it's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty <laughs> thanks awesome <for> the
3: idea
1: <laughs>
0: okay so we did actually get another borg but since there's five and i'm only going to get to talk about one of them we're going to switch gears a little bit because of the just absurdity of this character i wanted to talk about because he's awesome <laughs> Q! I don't know who this is, but I love him. Because it's basically Napoleon standing in front of a banner with a Florida Lee in front of it, and it's awesome. We have four different point values that you can start this character off at. Uh, Descending numerically, we have 300, 225, 125, and 50. Has its own team ability, which is just the letter Q, that's the little symbol. Um, and a boatload of amazing stats, which is insane. Okay, so we have – it looks like eight range with triple bolts – uh, twelve speed top dial i'm gonna do I'm gonna do the 300 point dial j- alone just because there's there's a lot to this character uh twelve at- um, twelve speed with phasing teleport twelve attack with in cap for that multi bolt that he's got going on 19 defense top dial with a special defensive power and three printed damage with a special damage power and I know you're like oh, 3 printed damage for a 300 point character just relax calm down hold on it gets really awesome for no reason. Cosmic deity, past keywords, real name is Q. <laughs>
1: All
0: right. huh? right. Huh.
1: Two, <laughs> two, two, two traits,
0: two traits. Uh, the first one, and I might need a little bit of help. This kind of is blurry, so if I mess something up, please correct me, guys. Uh, a game to test if you are worthy of the great ne- greatest gift the Q can offer. At the beginning of the game, generate a number of alien soldier bystanders a corresponding to q's point total so for 300 points he gets four of these uh three for 225 two and then zero if he's on the 50 point line uh, i'm gonna go ahead and do alien soldier because most of the rest of it doesn't involve the alien soldier uh what they do is they have autonomous with four range uh one bolt six speed which is naked 10 attack with pensai 16 defense, which is invulnerable, and 3 printed damage. They have uh, 4 of these. So if you're playing a 300-point team, you automatically got 5 characters to start your 300-point team. So that's pretty legit. Uh, They do have a trait. It says alien soldier can't be given, and that's when I was like, I cannot read this. Is it an action token if they have one action token?
3: They can't be given an action if they have one action token.
0: All right, so basically you can't push them. But they have Autonomous, so that's okay. Uh, so that's the first trait. The second trait is, this game shall, in fact, uh, this game be, com-
3: sh- be completely, completely
0: unfair. Thank you. There yes, you go. Right, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> it says straight up, Q isn't a standard character. Thank God. Because
1: <laughs> we don't want <laughs> to be, be able dumb. to,
0: we don't <laughs> want to put the Goblin Glider on Q. Uh, or one of these other, probably much better equipment items that's just the one that came to mind uh, so that is that is the first one can't be a character uh, can't be equipped with it with anything uh, double slash says at the beginning of your turn if there is no d6 on this card roll a d6 and place it on this card so you'll get it right yeah. at the beginning of the game double slash when a character uh, within range rolls an attack roll or rolls for super senses, you may remove the D6 from this card and replace it, uh, replace a die in the roll with it. That's dumb, first it's of all. It's just ridiculous. That's, that's really dumb. You guys know what you can do with that. You roll a freaking 1 or a 6 on, like, that. either way, that's, like, really, really good for you if you roll a 1 or a 6 because it's immediately going to make you make them miss an attack for you. It's going to make you hit one of their freaking Super Senses rolls. That's awesome. So that is the second trait, and then we need to get into the special powers because he's not already dumb enough. Uh, This is just so dumb. I know. So here's the special (laughs) defensive power. Uh, To use a 20th century term, she's in a penalty box where she will be unharmed unless. So he has mastermind and super senses, and then once per turn, when an opposing character attacks Q – after resolutions, you may place a penalty box marker in their square. At the – is it end of their turn? At the end yeah, of their turn? Yes. Okay, so I, this is the hangup I had, so I'm going to actually have you guys explain this to me because I didn't understand it. Maybe somebody out there also will not understand it. So at the end of their turn, remove the penalty box marker. Uh, characters occupying a penalty box marker have immobile. Uh, when an attack and double slash, when an attack targeting queue misses, deal a character occupying a penalty box marker, one penetrating damage. So they they run up, say they have running shot or hypers speed, whatever it doesn't matter. Um, and it's a ranged attack. Uh, they miss, they have to miss and then you put a penalty box marker, ...in their square. Now they have Immobile, but it immediately goes away at the end of their own turn. It doesn't stick for next turn. What would be the benefit of
2: that? Uh, No, so they don't have to miss the attack. It's just whenever they attack Q, they get a penalty box marker. So as soon as you go up and try to shoot Q, so you're saying, I'm going to make an attack against him, you instantly get a penalty box marker. And then, of course, after you make the attack... Which is when you're targeting him, then you miss it. It's still in your same turn. You have that penalty box marker, and you can take a penetrating damage. Uh, it gives you a mobile for the turn, which basically means you can't be uh, you can't run away. Like if you if you go up for Q, you're going to be stuck there at least during your own turn. It doesn't do a whole lot on his turn, and I know it's it's like all these interactions that happen right after one another to that trigger, uh, but that's basically how it works.
3: Yeah, the way I can see it is like if somebody were to call in, say, super rare cyclops, he runs up, targets him, now he can't get poofed off the map unless somebody gets TK'd away. That's the only so he can't running shot tra- then sidestep away. Yes. Um, and then it's anybody occupying a penalty box marker, so it doesn't matter who misses him if it, on the map, if somebody just misses him with an attack. Anybody occupying a penalty marker at that point, you can deal one penetrating damage. So it doesn't even have to be the attacking character.
2: So that's dumb. That's pretty dumb. Oh uh, Yeah, uh, if you're not figuring this out yet, uh, Q's a pretty dumb figure. Uh, but, but hold
1: on! But wait!
0: There's, <laughs> there's more. more! There's more! So, uh, top dial... Well, actually, okay, so that special defensive power, that's literally the whole dial. The, the dial is 11 clicks long. Now, there are no stop clicks on this dial. That's okay. Uh, he has a special damage power, which is the entire dial as well. And it's it's kind of weird because the damage goes throughout the dial. Goes Um But the damage power says that he has probability control and shape change as well. So if you're keeping track, this figure has super senses, shape change. Probability control, mastermind, and the ability to uh, make you switch out dice that you roll. So they have to get through this entire bevy of defenses in order to hit Q. And even if you do hit Q, he has mastermind with these stupid little alien soldiers that have invulnerability. (laughs) So it's like, like, oh, okay, (laughs) now we're starting to talk – but hold on, there's one last thing that I forgot to mention. What does the Q, uh, what does the Q team ability do? Oh, it's 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 quintessence. It's uh, the power cosmic team ability. It gives him protected yep. outwit, and it's uncopyable. So it, it um, gives you
3: willpower. Willpower? Too. Yeah, I'm sorry, willpower.
0: So as well. So this is not this is not a slouch of a character. It's really really dumb, and I think that this would be this is one of those characters where. It will be so ungodly annoying to play against for some people, and other people they won't have a problem with it. It depends on, like, what your loadout was. If you come in swinging with a bunch of precision strike, okay, not too bad. But if you don't have any precision strike on your team at all or any ability to get it, you have to get through. shape change, super senses, probability control, another pseudo
3: probability control in a way, and mastermind. On one character. <laughs> well, well, what makes it even dumb is him and Tree Lane share a keyword, and Tree Lane basically does the same thing with a D6 roll. I don't think you can replace a uh, super sense roll, but it's attack rolls. Oh, that's so so cool.
0: Like <laughs> I don't even know who this character. Is. The sculpt alone sold me. Well, it's you, <laughs> the one. <laughs> but just. This is so stupid. And obviously the rest of – we have not seen a bunch of Star Trek figures that are anywhere on this kind of power level. So this is one of those – this is so unfair from what we've seen so far. If you are going to play Sealed and you luck into pulling Q, okay, (laughs) you win. You might as well just like – no one else stands a chance because all the other characters are like 45 – 50, 75 points and Q's 300 by himself and he's 5 characters.
3: That's dumb. All I can think of is Autonomous with 10 Pensai and 3 damage. Thank goodness oh, yeah.
2: no moving attack, though. So that's the, not...
0: They had to, they had to, <laughs> like, rein him in in at least one way, and that was the only thing that I can see on this that is drastically bad. Because he has 19 defense. That's not, like, <laughs> that's super stupid. His attack is... 12, 12, 11, 11, 11,
2: 11, 11, 11, 11, 11. <laughs> so stupid. You know, what doesn't get me is that, but it's the random spots of five damage that are on his dial. Like, why?
3: Goodness. I, I really wonder if there is some type of, like, thing that we're messing with his damage output being 3, 4, 5, 3, 4, 5, 3, 4, 5, 4, 3. Maybe. I don't. It,
0: it, if there is anybody out there that actually kind of knows some things about this character... Please let us know. It does list a significant appearance as Season 1, Episode 10 of The Next Generation. I'm not going to go watch that, so maybe someone can, like, eternal sausage it for me.
1: Nice. <laughs> nice.
0: Oh, so, sausage. There we
3: go. Who wants your sausage? <laughs>
0: All right, well, that is Q. If you guys don't have anything else to say about Q. Um, Calder, you want to hit us with the next character? Man, I
2: don't know. We already talked about three Star Trek characters. There's only two left, and, like, ugh.
0: ugh. Actually, the search bar
2: is pretty cool, though. All right. Well, I will go ahead and talk. I'll do this queen lady. All right, uh, so, uh-huh. Borg, the queen. Uh, sorry, the one who is many, Yas, queen. So she's the title character. She's 100 <laughs> points. Yas, <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> queen. She's the Borg team ability. Whatever. She's green chick, all right? Her dial is pretty standard. She's eight range, one bolt. She's indomitable. She has three damage for her first three clicks, two damage for her next three, three damage on her very last one. She has side step for three clicks. And then on her last four, she has plasticity. Her attack is blank on her first two. And then on the last whatever five, it is steel energy. She is invincible for the first three clicks for dial. And then toughness for the next three and regen on her last click. And like I said, outwit and then exploit weakness on the damage power. So. What are her title abilities? Let's get right into it. So, when you kill her, um, you know, we're going to save that for last. We're going to save that one for last. We're going to do all the fun stuff first. So, her plus one is, isn't this easier? Free, choose one. Move, close, or range. Actions of the chosen type, given to friendly characters that are adjacent or have the Borg keyword, don't count against your action total this turn. So, if you're playing a Borg swarm, she makes it that much easier. That's so awesome. So, <laughs> so she has the board keyword, and she's friendly. So her move actions also don't count against a year total, if she do to do that, or her attacks, or whatever. So you can just make, you know, a ton of them. At least it's not attack. It's close or range. So that's nice. You know, she's one of the type which is cool, helps reign that in. So that's a really good plus one. So she starts with zero. It's a very good thing she starts with zero. We'll get into that in a bit.
1: C- can, For- we
0: just, can we just talk about the fact that if you are of the, per- of the mind where you're like, man, I really like the Borg, you just found a staple character on your Borg swarm teams forever. Mm, not. she so, – okay, so say you're playing like an 800-point team, right? And there's going to be some lower-point cost characters or whatever. So you're going to run like – 15 of these Borg or something, right? She has, sorry step on your toes a little bit, but she has regen on her last click. She's one of the only title characters I've ever thought of, of just like stick her in your starting area and pop that plus one ability every turn. Who cares about the one damage? When you get to the end and you have regen, just regen then. Who cares? You can move all 15 of your
3: characters at one time every turn. This is
2: 100% what you should do.
3: <laughs> no. Well, stick her with that Borg guy we just talked about, the kiss or whatever, because she has Steel Energy from her third click to her seventh. So what's that? Oh, she hits for Steel Energy, and she heals two clicks.
2: Also that. So there's really good synergy <laughs> on the Borg side of things. Starfleet needs to uh, <clears throat> up their game here, because the Borg are just killing them right now. Her first negative, which is negative X. So basically, you are just going to do that plus one a million times, and then whenever you finally... Uh, get to it. It's going to be negative X. It's just transporter. I don't know if you're going to be using this, honestly, but we're going to read it anyway. Free. Choose a character on your sideline with the board keyword and starting line for that character. You may play you may pay one plot point plus one plot point per ten full points of this character's Cost to place that character in the starting line in an unoccupied square within six squares of the line of fire. A force may only have one character placed by this effect on the map at a time. Example, you can't play uh, five plot points for a character for a 40 to 49 point character. So, you yeah, to bring in a board from your sideline. This is exactly what we saw with Captain Kirk and the other title character in the last Star Trek set, so that's kind of cool. Here is her dumb one. It's called uh, whatever. I'm not even going to try because I'm too Sure, that one asks. In a way. <laughs> yeah. Free! Choose a character from an opponent's KO area. You may pay one plot point plus one plot point per full <laughs> for 10, whatever, more plot point for 10 points of that character's starting line played this game, so it has to be the one they started the game on, uh, to place that character on the starting line in an unoccupied square within six squares in line of fire. A force may only have one character placed with this effect on the map at a time, so that means she can bring back your opponent's dead characters. So, know what you're thinking, Calder. Man, that sure is cool, but you can only get so many plot points. What's a good, cheap character I can bring in? Oh, I don't know. Surtur, Mangog, I mean, just a few to
3: name. <laughs> Black- Sentinel. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, yeah, basically, what Carnage. Be used oh, for. Carnage? Yeah, easy 10 points Oop. right there, baby. Yeah. Oh, uh, so, you can only bring in one character at a time. It's nice. You can't, like, spend 50 points and bring in all those giant girls or carnages or whatever you want. So you three plot points. Them one character, uh, so that's cool. So, uh, so yeah, that's what we're doing here, ladies and gents. We're bringing back uh, your dead Colossal Retaliation, and maybe if you get a little saucy, you can bring back other figures, I suppose, too, but the uh, Retaliation is definitely going to be your number one pick.
0: So this is also a dumb character. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> just
3: saying. Good night. <laughs> yeah.
0: oh, it's good stuff. Yeah, I honestly, I feel a little bad for Christian, who has the last character, because it's kind of like womp womp uh, (laughs) compared compared to these last ones. But it's totally on the board; it's on the board side, so at least you got.
3: You know what? Screw you! I'm going to make this the most fantastic character. All right, here we go.
0: You won't show me how. Show me the sausage. Show me (laughs) how it's made. Let me show
3: you my sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Side joke for later. uh This is the Borg search party, man. When you need somebody found, this is who you need right here. Borg search party. You ready? <laughs> 40, he only comes in at 45 points for definitely the cheapest character we're going to preview tonight. Guess what? He has the Borg team ability. So, you know, he was with three other Borg people. So he'll work right with that team. And you know what? He'll fit on a 300-point team with Borg Queen, Lodocus Borg, and then the Borg search party because this is who you need right here. All right, Trait. When Borg search party KOs an opposing character, which I don't know how he'll do. We'll get into that. <laughs> Roll a D6. On a 5 through 6, you may generate a 002A Borg drone on click number 4 in that character square. That generated character has autonomous. So he can bring in autonomous characters, and there's not many characters that can do it. So that's what makes him awesome. So right here, he has a special attack, and he has it for his first two clicks. It's pensai, and then, uh, well, it's called Seeker Programming pensai. Free. Choose a friendly character that's adjacent or has the Borg keyword. This turn, this character modifies their range by plus two and can use improved targeting hindering. Guess what? Other two characters don't have, didn't have improved targeting hindering. But guess who gives it to them? Borg search party. That's right. Because now they can modify their range by plus two and can hit from about ten squares away. So, like I said, <laughs> he's only four squares or he's four clicks. Uh, starts off with, um, what is that? Um, uh, yellow power, phasing teleport. It's, it's obviously, it's obviously the matter reconfiguration assembly. Duh. Yeah, whatever that is. Phasing teleport. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> uh, and it starts out with late speed, phasing teleport, then drops down the side step, um, and then he ends with a naked speed. Uh, he, his last two clicks, he has steel energy. Hmm. What Borg helps with steel energy? Oh wait, the <laughs> Borg, so he can heal up back to top dial. With his, not an attack, but, and then he, his uh, defense goes from toughness to ESD to regen, 17, 17, 16, 16, and then he starts with enhancement. Hmm, who can he enhance? Oh, people with range. What else does he do? Hmm, oh, he enhances range and gives them improved targeting. So tell me how this character's not the most awesome support piece for board teams. Thank you very you, much. You know what I just realized? Based off of the wording, uh,
0: this is totally the same with the Suicide Squad, Based off the wording, it just says when a friendly character is KO'd. So if you just want to squander like some points... This is probably not the cheapest Borg in the set. But if it is, you just want to keep popping off that plus one ability again and again and again, right? Um, just basically push your Borg right next to your Borg Queen and let them kill themselves. And then you don't even have to waste turns regenning with her. You can just use the uh, Borg team ability to roll to give her health back from the Borg, and then she can keep popping off the one and ones
2: You know what he's going to do? He's not going to make attacks. The only thing he's going to do is be the character that dies and heals someone on your team. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. That's what I just said. Is that what you just said? Yes. That's what I just That's said. I, you're the worst, guy. This, uh, is sounds, why, this is that's why just, I'm quitting the podcast. No other so You said that, Calder. I'm glad you came up with that idea, Calder. <laughs> You're so smart and good-looking and cool. Uh, whatever. So anyway, uh. that
0: is Star Trek. I think we're out of uh, previews finally, but there's some good stuff that's coming out. Hopefully the rest of the set keeps up with that for the people that are out there that actually really like Star Trek. Star Wars, Star Trek, both of them? Maybe just Star Trek for this particular case? For now. Yeah. <laughs> for now? Until uh, Disney decides to let the reins loose on Star Wars, and then maybe one of these days you can have Star Wars Hero Clicks because I need a Darth Maul. Just saying. Oh, my <laughs> oh, goodness. And Darth Long Jar is it...
3: Jar. Oh, Darth Jar no, Jar. No. The <laughs> Secret <Serious> Sith <laughs> Lord. Uh, it's true.
2: It's true, guys. Okay.
3: The, the evidence is all there. You just got to look
2: for it. You hurt my head. You really hurt my head, guys. This is.
3: So... <laughs>
2: Yikes. <laughs> okay.
0: Well. That's that. We will move on into uh, a little like a little game we like to call Bad Samaritan. All right. If this is the first time that you have tuned in to Dial H for HeroClix, this is how Bad Samaritan is played. I have chosen three, and I checked them this week. Three modern huh. age. Figures. Uh, you sure they're clues. modern age? They are, in fact, modern age. Uh, I, I checked them this week. Um, so uh, I have a list of uh, clues in front of me. Calder has a random number generator. He's going to give me a number. I'm going to give them the associated clue. They are going to take a guess based off of the information that I give them about that character. They're going to get one guess per round and a total of three rounds per character to guess to see if they can figure out what the character is. Uh... Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, nice. <laughs> they, they are, in fact, modern age, just to reiterate that. Um, but if you guys don't have any questions, Calder, you can go ahead and generate a number for me.
2: All right, sounds good. Number 16.
0: Number 16 is opening damage power, and the damage power is
2: leadership. Nice. So printed leadership on the dial, top dial. That's cool. That's cool to know. That,
0: that, that is correct. I will take this time. If you, if you want to participate, go ahead and uh, after you hear the clue, pause the podcast. See if you can come up with an answer. Uh, press play. See if you're right. And uh, make sure and message Calder on tw- on Facebook to let him know, oh, my God, I can't believe you didn't figure it out on the first clue. Make sure you do that. He loves getting those messages. Those are my absolute
2: favorite.
3: Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, we always know the uh, the most famous leader of them all. It's Captain America.
2: You're done right. You got yeah, you done he... right.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: I should say that there's totally a
3: theme this week.
2: Oh, here we go. Yeah. I got same. You know I what, Calder? Like, I, I was like...
3: surprised you got the theme last week.
2: I was. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm hiding more than, the, you know, good, <laughs> good looks under that cowboy hat, you know.
3: Awesome. Yeah, I was just going to say, not just a hat wreck, my friend. Not just a hat wreck. <laughs> so, so there is a theme. Um, I'm not going to
0: give you anything past that other than it is something that I came up with Five minutes before we started recording, so you know I put a lot of thought into it. Uh, If if after they guess and it is a correct answer, it will sound like this. If it's a wrong answer, it will sound like this. (laughs) And I may just play other random sound cues in here because I think that they're funny. (laughs)
3: Excuse me while I whip this thing out.
2: (laughs) You know, I think I have my first guess. I'm going to go with Medusa. Medusa. Locked
0: in. It will cover all characters named Medusa if they Uh, are modern.
3: Yeah, I would just be remiss if I didn't say Captain America, so. Captain America. Captain America locked in. America.
0: America. Survey says. (laughs) It's a big old negativo. Move on to clue number two. Number four. Number four is set number. Set number is
3: 21. Okay. All right. Normal set, what that is, uh, Uncommon, right? Uncommon, now? yes,
2: yes. It's number 21, Uncommon, not Medusa, not Captain America. That's a darn shame, Medusa isn't Uncommon, too. All right. Well, they're not super rare, uh, the only gravity feed is for Ragnarok, and I don't even know if it went up to 21, honestly, and Rip, and then Captain Marvel. Those Rip, I'm dead. Uh, so those are the only Gravity Feeds, I believe, that are in Modern right now. Um, so 21 in the Captain Marvel set might be something like Agent Colson. t 4 Ah, yeah, I forgot about those guys. Um, at the very least, we know it's not starter set figures, so that's pretty cool. Uh, what else? What else is there? I want to keep it to main set, though, and just kind of yeah. run off the gun like that. Think of an uncommon with leadership here.
0: Uh, one additional thing that may help you guys out. We did get a response from a listener. I couldn't remember who it was. But they said, hey, I think it would probably be prudent if you guys don't pick any characters that you have chosen before, as in being used inside of Bad Samaritans. So these are all brand-new characters to my knowledge. I don't remember or recall ever using these before, so maybe that will help you out. Mm. So it's not Squirrelanoid,
2: just saying. <laughs> oh, I hope so. Thanks, bud.
3: <laughs> well, the the ones that I'm thinking of right now are all from the Batman se- set. Uh, they're all the crime bosses. There's Penguin, Roland Daggett. <laughs> Did
2: they have printed leadership, or was that part of their trait? I thought.
3: Yeah, I, that's what I'm trying to think of. I know, I'm pretty sure one of them had traded leadership, so- or not traded. Um, what? Th- <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. Sorry, now you can go for it. Man, if it was Crime Boss...
2: Uh, I know all of the Earth-X ones, uh, all their Crime Bosses, their leadership was part of their trait, uh, because yeah. if you succeeded or failed or whatever, you got to bring in a dude, a flunky.
3: Yeah, and animated series, you got to bring in your suited henchmen.
2: Yep. I think I, think I want to go with... Um, I'm trying to remember who... Uh, some people from Secret Wars Battle World, I'm trying to think of the Crystal, I think it's Chris Starr. I think I wanna go with him. Levius Leadership Top Dial. And he's an uncommon in that set. He's quite a weird character. Might fit some kind of theme. Like a gem-related theme. <laughs> hmm. A gem-related theme? Yeah. It's not super out of whatever, man. A Chris Star! <laughs>
0: Okay, okay, Is that, so locked in with Crystar or Crystar yeah, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay, sure.
3: Locked in. Uh, Rene, do, yeah, so Renee Rene Montoya, does she have enhancement or leadership?
2: That's a great question. You should ask someone who, who played in that set. Um,
3: <sighs> Come on, I feel like <laughs> it was, <laughs> I, I
2: feel like it was – I even bought that set, too, and I, just, I honestly don't know what any of the figures do. Um, I think it's probably enhancement, though. She's a cop.
3: Yeah, because oh. I know the uncommon cop who has leadership is I... Commissioner Barbara Gordon, and she is. But hers is a special damage power. Yeah, see,
2: so I feel like her, like normal Jim Gordon, would have like normal. Leadership. Yeah, but
3: he's a common. He is okay.
2: Mm. Mm, this is mm, yes. Mm, yes. Very mm. mm.
3: peculiar. I do
2: know that. Phil Coulson, I can't remember if he's number twenty-one in the Captain Marvel set or not. I know he does definitely have to talk not. About. Definitely not. All right, cool. Yeah,
3: that that's Captain Marvel. It's either Captain Marvel or Carol Danvers. It, no, oh, it's Captain gotcha. Marvel. Gotcha. <sighs> Screw it, Captain Marvel. Okay, <laughs> locked
0: in for Captain Marvel and Christar services. <laughs> we'll move on to clue number three. So the last totally clue for like this. this figure.
2: It's totally Christar. Uh thirteen. <laughs>
0: Thirteen opening movement power, and that's gonna be
2: charge. Charge leadership. How is this not a Kristar dial? What? Ah, oh, come on, he's got a sword and everything. All right. <laughs> who's
3: the flame? Who's the flaming dude?
2: Uh, uh Magmar. I don't know. Um, Lava Man. There's Lava Man and there's Mega Man. I'm trying to remember what the Mega Man, be- ah, so no, Capcom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, his name is now. I'm trying to think of it because people were like so angry about how his sculpts look, how terrible the paint was. He had a hammer. I never. I played a million of these battle royales. I must have friggin' never played against this guy. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna feel real dumb when I can't get this, but I know I can't get it. Ah, uh, <laughs> Secret Wars. What a fun set.
3: Leader, uh, uh Luke Cage. <laughs>
0: Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Is there Do uh, you yeah. think Do you it's think it? Luke Cage has let's, a leadership and a charge? Let's wait a and, second. Yeah. Let's yeah. wait Earth X, a second
1: right?
2: There's Oh no. He has There's a power there. top tile. Are you on the
1: realms? <laughs> you on
0: the
2: Realms. Are you cheating? Oh no, hold on, let me look real quick. Quit cheating, yeah. Calder! I'm <laughs> not cheating! I know EarthX, dude! Earth I know! <laughs>
0: Ah, oh, that was a long pause. He's yeah. on to me.
3: Yeah.
2: Close the tabs, delete the browser history.
3: <laughs> Calder, I'm pretty sure you're used to that. Oh!
2: <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> all, all right. Sorry. Uh, what do you guys got? What are your guesses? The show.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness! Charge leadership uncommon. Uh, for the best you can guess. Is that a Black Panther? No, his was special. Oh, goodness. Mm. I
0: really just want to say this
2: person's name. Come on. Come on. See, something mm. something wacky, and he wants to say it already. I don't know what it is. could be anything, really. Oh, man. The only Wild West person is Wonder Woman. Heard some special about leadership. Uh, to be fair, you guys didn't get very good uh, clues. I did, but terrible, I think. Mm. I am out. Well, yeah, there's no sense in uh, Dilly if We can't think of anything, so let's just figure out one solid guess. I would say charge leadership. Uh, Superman? 21. Oh. No, nah, that's not a bad one.
3: I'm going to go Superman. Okay, locked in with Superman. Calder? I'm,
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, Magmar if that's even his real name. I'm just gonna Magmar. That is a back. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, uh,
1: let's see
0: Magmar. Sure, melt. Me, uh, I I know what you're talking about. Is that from the um...
2: Secret Wars Battle World?
0: Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. I, I'll I'll give you it if it is it. Survey says. Ah! <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Where, let's. Here's something, this makes sense
2: Where are the turtles, where are the turtles Come on guys, get out
0: of here
1: Where are the turtles Where are they
0: Number 21 from TMNT Four, that's General Trag.
2: General, yeah sure That guy, okay Okay (laughs)
0: Do you have a guess on what the theme could be Nope, that's not it, we'll move on to clue number Or clue number one For figure number two give me a number number six number six named keyword I should probably click on the character named
2: keyword is shield oh nice it's done with shield keyword that's awesome okay and actually just really kind of cut it down um shields I wish I knew anything about Lord Trag because uh, then I can understand what the theme was. But I have no idea who he is or what he looks like is my problem. Hmm. Shield! Alright, well there's pretty good shield figures in uh, the world. Nick Fury covered quite, quite a few. Coulson. Nick Fury. Nick, Nick, Mon- Nick Fury
0: uh, is... Are you talking about Agents of Fury, no, uh, Nick Fury and Agents of Shield, because that set
2: is rotated out. i I mean, there is Nick Fury and Captain Marvel. There is yeah. Nick Fury in whatever a Avengers Infinity. That's two Nick yeah. Fury. Yeah. Um,
3: were well, I, I like it was just on a different set too. Yeah, I know.
2: <sighs> ah, let's see,
3: let's see. Well, I'm just gonna go with main man Coulson. Just lock him in.
2: Okay,
0: locked yeah. in with Coulson. Uh, what
3: about you, Christian? Um, Everett K. Ross, he has shield, right? Yes, he does. I'll go Everett oh. K. Ross. I assume so. He, right. he, he sure might might not.
2: Uh, well, maybe I shouldn't say yes, he does so loud.
3: I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm don't want people to hear me when I'm wrong. All
0: right. Locked in with Everett K. Ross. Survey says... Hey! What? Just kidding. Just kidding. It's a wrong answer. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> no! what? No! That is That is not allowed. That is
0: not allowed. I just wanted to crush your
3: dreams. Oh, that's, that's actually not the right answer. <laughs> you're such a jerk. You know, what? you know what? I'm glad you're leaving this show now, man. Oh, I mean, Forget every nice thing you. I said to oh, you. Ugh. All right. So it is not Everett K. Ross. It is not
2: whatever Caldery said. So we'll move on to clue number two. <laughs> you, <dude. All> right. <laughs> clue number eight, by the way. <laughs>
1: Clue number eight,
0: improved movement or targeting, and this character has none.
2: Ah, great. Uh, how neat is that? That's pretty neat. Uh, that's pretty neat. It's actually not Nick Fury that we know of now, because both I think both Nick Furies and Captain Marvel had some form of improved targeting, and uh, the space Nick Fury ignored hindering terrain. I'm like 90% sure, so that's kind of cool. Shield! Yeah! With a theme of be next Be- po- believe it or not, there's actually
0: quite a few shield characters in uh, that it's modern right now. I didn't even know that until I clicked on the keyword.
2: <laughs> great. Right on. See, I know Captain America's got yeah, shields. Quite a few Captain America's have <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. I just don't know if that would work in this one. Say, whoever Lord or General or Captain or whatever Trag it was, right, if I knew anything about him, this could honestly help me uh, with the theme, but I just don't, which kind of sucks. You about. know
3: what? No, hold on. General Trag?
2: Yeah, sure. See a rock monster? I know there are rock monsters in that set.
3: It, so, okay, General, the, the thing I can think of right now, a possible theme, is like General, Captain, Lieutenant, Commander, Admiral. Well, that's not bad.
2: That's not bad. Even then I'll go Captain America.
3: Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say Captain Marvel.
2: Right on. Okay. Locked in
0: with Captain America, which, by the way, there are three, I did check, that are modern. Uh, and then Captain Marvel in there, I, probably about the same. Uh, survey says... It is, in fact, Captain Marvel. Yes!
2: I forgot he did it again. I was going to
0: punch him. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was waiting for the... <laughs> no, no, you guys got that one right. Okay, so it's it's one and one, me and Christian, and then Callers and the Dead last as usual. Uh, so uh, As the one that the one <laughs> the one that I did choose uh, because there are multiple Captain Marvels that are going to be uh, modern right now is 021 from the Captain Marvel set. Uh,
3: I maybe I narrowed it down too much with she wait she doesn't or. have oh she has it on her team ability. Mm, yep 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 yep.
0: Okay, so we will move on to figure number three. Uh, Calder, give me a clue. All right. We got number 20. Number 20 is a free play. You guys get a guess. Uh, What do you want to know?
2: Let me add that set. Yeah, let me add that set. I'm banning that as an option. Can I tell you something? (laughs) I can can guarantee it's either Star Trek or, like, Elseworlds. That's my guess right now. Give us a set, Chris. Okay, well, you're wrong on both accounts. It's actually Rebirth. (laughs) It is Rebirth. Rebirth. I'm sure. Now I'm trying to think of characters yeah. in that set. Um, it's Commander Steel. That's a, damn it. That's probably it, too. Darn it. Is that, is that your locked-in oh, answer? Oh, yeah, that's dude. Really Commander good Steel. One. That's a really, really good one. I want to figure out one equally as good that goes to the theme, but I really think that's it. That's really Lieutenant?
3: L- no, there wasn't. <laughs> there's, still,
2: there's, like, Dr. Poison. Hmm? You know? Oh. <laughs> it's general. It's general poison. There's, there's,
3: there's... It's it's Colonel.
0: You guys are getting okay. turtle. Colonel. Colonel. Stop doing
1: Colonel poison. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've already done Colonel poison. I told you I wouldn't do anything to. Would... I'm
1: not going turtle. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: You're so excited.
3: As long as you don't play with our emotions, like.
2: Give me a second. I gotta think now. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Uh
0: okay, okay, okay. Uh, what do you want, Calder? I, I, I will tell you, it is not Colonel Point. <laughs> Although, once again, it is still an amazing Euro Click. I'm just putting it out there, really good. Someone go play it, tell me how awesome it is.
3: It was actually going to be on a team that I was building until I realized that uh, uh, Ant-Man can only shrink down standard characters and not, you know, Surturs.
2: You know, I'm just going to go with Citizen Steel, because you know what? That's still a rank. A low one, but a rank. <laughs> citizen is not a rank. It's a
0: rank in my heart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey,
0: it's a, it's a rank on our podcast. You can be You're a darn. citizen. Okay, all right. Locked in for Commander Steel and Citizen Steel. We've got all of the Steels, almost, except for Steel. Surveys <laughs> It is Commander Steel that it makes yes! Christian Bogan super fan Christian Bogan the winner of this week's bad Samaritan. Yes. <laughs> oh god. You know I'm going to say genuinely good job guys on you figured out the theme real quick.
2: It was all Christian. Jesus.
0: So I I I I originally started off with just a soldier-themed team. I was like, that makes the most amount of sense. I leave in two days. Soldier, here we go. And then I realized that there's actually quite a few people with uh, ranks in, in their name. I was like, yeah, we can do this. We can do this. So there you go. Um, that was a pretty quick one on that one, guys. All it, was, was, it was. All because of Christian. Nailing the theme real early on. Man, you're good at themes. It was you that came up with the theme last week.
3: Yeah, but I figured it
1: out.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when you said Captain Britain, I was like, oh, no. I was trying to get his, You know, Chris's sweet. But... Uh, all right, well,
0: I, I concede you win. You are clearly better at Bad Samaritan than I am Christian Bogan. Uh, we are going to move on in the podcast. I'm not even going to shill for uh, our Patreon this week because we're just we're, t- we're having too much fun to beat Debbie Downer. So we are going to jump into the community section. There are
1: dozens of
0: us. Dozens! Every week on Facebook and on Twitter we put a Community Tuesdays question up for you guys to jump on and to answer. And because Calder is so amazing at making memes, that, that was yours, right, the meme that you made? Oh, dude, all me, 50? baby, all me. Yeah, boy. So uh, <laughs> if you didn't get a chance... To see this meme because you're lame. Uh, it is a me and the It's not a me and the boys meme. It's actually it's a before and after meme that have been sweeping through the meme world. Which, by the way, I just want to point out. I think I said this before. I'm going to reiterate. I don't think that Reddit quite under. Like, not everybody on the Reddit quite understands meme like meme culture. Because some people are like, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm like, guys, it's intentionally supposed to be stupid. That's what memes are. Don't mm-hmm. overthink this. Okay, so we got before and after the Area 51 raid, which is it, it's another. This is like multiple memes inside of memes. We're meta-meming right now. Uh, we got we got Spider-Man, Captain America, and Hulk on the left side of the line, and on the right side we have upgraded versions of all of them uh, after they've stormed Area 51. And that falls in line with our Community Tuesdays question this week, which is, what is your favorite Hero clicks upgrade that you've made that replaced one of your go-to versions uh, of one of your clicks with a new go-to version? They got upgraded, okay? So, Calder, what piece did you replace forevermore with a newer
2: figure? So a lot of people, like, stole my answer. Um, so I'm going to try to do at least two here. But it was Captain America. Uh, for the longest time, I had the... Avengers uh, Classics Captain America, the starter set one. I thought he was a really solid, Uh, modern-ish, good comic book look Captain America. Round Shield, I thought he worked really well. The majority of the Captain America stuff I read is not Cap with the actual Avengers. I mostly read his solo books. And so I like a Captain America who can pretty much handle his own in any situation. And the new Black Panther Captain America just fits the bill for, like, how I see Cap, how I think Cap should play and everything. And I just... I think that is just absolutely perfect. Running shot, sidestep, whatever. Playing without the time gem for more comic accuracy. Playing with the time gem to be an overall just better figure. And I think we have a really just decent Captain America. For for another one, uh, just because everybody kind of said that, I am going to actually go with the new uh, Mark Miller run, Daredevil, who replaced my Deadpool Um Daredevil, the Ally of Heroes one, like the 108 point, you can choose Enhancement or Empower, which is really cool, and you can count uh, as a theme team for anyone, which is really cool, and I always like that Daredevil, but the black suit uh, feels cool and Netflixy, and it's a really solid uh, Daredevil dial as well, which I really enjoy, so that one actually kind of replaced Daredevil for me, even if he's not his classic uh, red suit. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well... I think, actually, superfan Christian Bogan and I have the same answer for this, if I'm basing it off of what you put on the Twitters. So, take it
3: away. Well, yeah, sure. Um, First, I have to ask, um, in all the Area 51 memes, uh, they have clapped them cheeks, like – I don't understand. Clap, We're not like, clapping. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all all okay. you need
0: to know is if you Naruto run, you can run faster than bullets.
3: Yes, that's all you that need to know. Okay, okay, dude. Dude, this yeah, is a that's, that's scientific what fact.
2: Okay? September
3: 20th. I'll see you guys there. Again. All right. <laughs> all right. So, all no, right, um, it, it, it actually isn't, I kind of changed my answer. So forgive me. Uh, if we go back to the Uncanny X-Men, uh, the, uh, uh, 053, uh, B Phoenix, uh, just how awesome she was, you know, just all the way through her dial, she just got more powerful. Uh, but then they recently released the, uh, BC 1 million Phoenix that is, oh, uh, wait. You are such a <laughs> dude. <douche. laughs> The one they didn't make <laughs> Exactly. Ah.
1: <laughs>
3: Alright, no, all right. but in all seriousness. So, uh Age of Ultron Thor was well, actually the one that I'm um I had put down originally. Um, he was just he was just a beat stick, you know, really felt really Thorsey, you know, start off rain at range, you know, being about hypersonic in or whatever and um but the The most recent rendition of him in The Mighty Thor, Thor Thor Odinson, the title character, that is Thor. I mean, hands down, uh, great stats across the board, just super, super fast across the board, and just his plot abilities to pull Asgardians near or make multiple attacks. I mean, all of it is just fantastic. Uh, It just feels a lot like Thor.
0: I 100% agree. That was my answer, and not only that, but you can run an actual Avengers theme team and still trigger that ripping Avenger or Asgardians across the field because there's multiple characters that actually double up on those keywords. They have both the Avengers and the Asgardian keyword. You've got uh, the, my favorite one is definitely Jane Foster. Uh, that she's oh, yeah. like fantastically amazing. But then also in the Mighty Thor set you have i think it's it's like eric masterson has no he just has avengers hold on there there were definitely a couple of them is it thunder thunderstrike thunderstrike yeah, yeah definitely do, thunderstrike um, and then in the uh the not the what is that called the fast forces you, you had captain america yep. that you could do you had um hercules that you could do there's yeah.
3: also oh, not, not
0: hercules He's- um uh, is it Iron Man and Hulk, maybe? No, just Iron Man. Uh, I think yeah, like, Iron
3: Man. Yeah. Uh, cool. So
0: you have options, that's a thing, that you can continue running your avengers theme team and still manage to trigger that oh so man, it doesn't feel like a waste. But the, the right answer is Jane Foster <laughs> <laughs> because she's amazing. So mm-hmm. that was that would always be my go-to, but um, that that but just to be a little bit different, so uh, there is another character that I had for this since you stole mine, and also because you made the joke about the event, the, uh, Phoenix BC, because you're the worst person ever. Uh, that's gonna be Moon Moon Knight, the one from the uh, OP kit, and that was because the one that. I need my I need my Moon Knight to have the Avengers keyword, and the one that's actually Mister Knight with him like up on the ledge and stuff. It does not, and I wanted that one to have it, but it didn't make sense with the storyline because he wasn't really part of the Avengers at that point. Um, so the OP kit overrode for me, or was an upgrade for the uh, Spider Man set one where he like has a. Um, a bow staff in his hand and he's swinging that rare. So that was like hands down, like so much better. And he's like 40 points or something cheaper. I was like, this is so much better. And then, uh, on a shout out to Falcon, the prime Falcon that replaces the, the, uh, the old 75 point Falcon. And isn't better than that one in every way. So I'm like, yep, yep. This is, this is okay. But
2: that's enough about us. Let's jump over to the Facebook Calder. Absolutely. Um, so I'm pretty much going to go over every, uh, comment that wasn't like an actual, like answer to the question. I had a lot of them saying like, haha, very funny meme or like, ah, I live for this, blah, blah, blah. blah. So I'm just going to read the ones that are actually yeah, pertaining to the question. Uh, David J. Gaffney said, uh, once again, that's actually not it. I'm sorry, David. Uh, but he does say good luck to Chris. uh which is cool. Um, but David Herberger, oh. here we go. Now, oh
0: yeah. Yeah. But by, by the way, I did read that comment from Facebook. Uh, I do get on there from time to time just to read stuff. On, on our own webpage even though I don't actually have a Facebook. Um, thank you. By the way, there, I think if you try to add me on Facebook and I don't accept your friend request, that's because I haven't used my Facebook since, like, 2011. So I, it's nothing against you guys. But thank you very much for your wonderful compliment. I really warmed my heart. Uh, yeah, uh,
2: absolutely. So Dave Herberger said, first off, it's going to be hard to get an upgrade from Chris. Oh, my goodness. This is Chris yeah. Long. Oh, geez, <laughs> killing me. Uh, he said, I have quite a few upgraded figures. My favorite is the Metal Men. The Crisis versions were fun but overcosted, and a few were duos. Who likes playing duos? I mean, I used to until I found out they don't work the way I wanted them to. Uh, World's Finest made them a cohesive force at simple point values. Add in with alloy synergy were a tremendous upgrade. So, legitimately,
0: and I, I actually at one point said this on Reddit, and I got downvoted into like oblivion because whatever. Um, the rules for merge and split and duo and stuff like that and we talked about this on like last episode or two episodes ago are so bad I think at people's local venues if you could convince your judge to just rule them so they're a little bit different then you might actually get some play out of your older characters and I'm like I made the comment like well, WizKids changes their rules all the freaking time. Everyone should be able to change the rules, kind of, if it makes sense for the game. But those are not the rules of the game. Well, yeah, give it a year, but it'll be like the rules of the game or something, <laughs> you know, because everything changes in this game anyway, so whatever. Might help you guys out with duo, <laughs> duos in the future. The first answer that I have from the Twitters is going to be from Citizen Jedi Legend, and he, he's totally in agreement with you, Uh Calder that the Black Panther I finally found my new go to cap uh, In 043 uh, Right look good comic Accurate power spread with bonus gem And so My my faithful Steve from Chaos War number 203 Dude hearkening wow. back I can't wow. believe you choose that one But okay uh, he can retire finally Thank you for your years of service
2: Right on 203 Captain Mark. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to look that up after this Eric Sexton said, "Longtime listener, first time caller. I thought Thank I was you, going, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I thought I was going to miss Overdrive, like Cyclops, miss Jean, but I found my Emma Frost with Voyager. Welcome to the Army. If you ever make it to Fort, uh, sorry, Fort Sill, hit me up. We can close it up. Thank you, Eric uh, Sexton. But yeah, I no, Voyager is a great replacement for Overdrive.
0: I will absolutely do that. Who knows where I will end up after Fort Benning? But I will definitely get a hold of you if I'm in the area." Um, I love how Overdrive actually changed into a completely different character after his upgrade, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to jump over to Citizen Loyal Miller on Twitter. He said, My first Doctor Strange was Shifting Focus Strange from ADW, and I have switched it to my, my new go to being the uh, Black Panther Doctor Strange. He is so much better. He's so good with that gym. Uh, wow. Don't play him without the gym, but seriously, he's so good.
2: And Todd Butcher said, once again, first off, Chris, good luck, and thank you for your service. My dad and brother are both you. army vets. We salute you. As for clicks upgrade, mine came in the form of Shifting Focus, Captain America, who replaced the Age of Ultron cap on my Invaders teams. I play that keyword a lot, and it's surprising to see how many caps will be released without it. I also need some more figure upgrades for it, Liz kids. I know you're listening. Uh, the rest of the Invaders are definitely due for upgrades, though, uh, which we hopefully get in the uh, upcoming Captain America and the Avengers set. Oh, man. The Invaders is such a cool
0: keyword. Underused in the comics, too, honestly. Oh, for sure. Uh, And they've changed rosters quite a few times, because they keep, like, kind of trying to bring them back into the comics, but it doesn't really go over that well. Most of the The time, when they try
2: to bring them back, they're pretty bad (laughs) storylines. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Like, I really, really want to like Union Jack. I do. Uh, But they never write him that well. Um, it's hard to like a character that they
1: don't write very well.
2: I like his grandson or whoever that is that takes up the Ian Jack afterwards. He's actually a pretty interesting character. There were a few Captain America books uh, that he was in, and I actually liked him a lot.
0: Okay. Uh, is it my turn or your turn? Yeah, it's your go. Uh, oh, man, I definitely should not have clicked out of the Community Tuesdays question by accident. Because it <sighs> That's okay. Super fan, the ruffian, little plastic superhero said, uh, "Thank you, Chris, for the entertainment the past few years. Wishing you and your family the best as you begin your military career. Hopefully, you'll have time to return to the podcast in the future. We shall see." Uh, to answer this week's question, rebirth Black Adam, uh, WW3 Black Adam is now retired for me. What is WW3? Is it? I don't know what that is. Is that a set? W- or is that a story W. Right. Do you not know? I don't, I don't remember. But, I mean, there aren't that many Black Adams, so the newest one is definitely probably going to be... I mean, Power Creep is a real thing in this game, so uh, because they hadn't made a Black Adam in a minute, I'm suspecting that this is definitely an upgrade
3: for sure. <laughs> that Black him. Adam is a lot of fun to play. Oh, no, he's dumb. I hate
2: playing against him. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: was lucky enough to pull one, so I enjoy uh, it.
2: Lucky someone done. Peter Marshfield said, for upgrades, I have made my go-to figure. is going to be Taskmaster. Uh, used to be Civil War version that he put Proteus on, uh, makes him about 120. Now I really like the new Taskmaster from API, and I put the specs on him, which makes him uh, 8 points less than the other ones. So he's like a Taskmaster with some cheesy upgrades here. Because, you know, Taskmaster can already pick a million powers and needs exospecs. I like the way you think, Peter Marshfield. Uh-
0: Uh, citizen peter marshfield but i i I will definitely say that is actually thematic with taskmaster as a character he collects a lot of gadgets and he definitely steals them from other people because his power set is to steal people's moves so he takes their weapons as well to use with their moves because it's efficient so yeah i can i can totally see him using the exospecs Uh, Back to the Twitter we have, um, which actually got a really nice message from uh, Ben Jones, our man in uh, Australia, one of the men in Australia, and he's a protagonist. And he said, the Wolverine from AVX was my go-to at 125 points. I can't believe that, to be completely honest. I don't know why anyone would have chosen that one. Like, was it because he had the Avengers keyword? Because not many of them have Avengers keywords. Because the one that came out at, like, I don't think it was too much longer after that was the uh, Days of Future Past one. And that is, like, hands down better in, like, every way than that one. But his upgrade was the super rare Headmaster Wolverine. An amazing piece at either point. Every Wolverine before the Headmaster
2: Wolverine is a worse Wolverine. That's so true. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Now, this new Wolverine is pretty good, survivability-wise, uh, if he is on a Gene Grey theme team. Oh, so. my
3: goodness. He, so, uh, Citizen Loyal Miller and I played a game over the weekend, and that Wolverine was on... Well, actually, he had both Super Rare Wolverine from XX, or X-Men and Xavier School, and um, and then that new one... Oh, they were so hard to kill. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I had to pour so many attacks to just... To kill him, and it was just that little stop clicks, man.
1: You know? I
0: have I have read numerous places online that that particular Wolverine is actually like kind of unbalanced for this set. Like people are having way too hard of a time killing him for the set. For this
2: set, oh yeah, he sucks. He's terrible. He's absolutely garbage. I hate it. Yeah, you have so to...
0: Hopefully, you guys out there pull one, and you're sealed, and then you can keep using that. Wolverine.
2: They, dude, I know they are though. That's what sucks. I hope there's no more Wolverines in that stupid box that we keep pulling <laughs> from. All right, uh, Superman Eric Caves, having only played since Uncanny X-Men and TMNT, I don't have a lot of room for upgrades. The Rebirth Batman is great, but so is the animated series one. Even though the armored BBS even though he likes the armored BBS figure personally. Uh, I've noticed that my go-to support figure switched from the Rat King to the uncommon Alex Wilder. Mind control got steadily worse, mostly through rules changing that also affected the overall nature of the game that I've been able to notice made it less useful, so he came down to just stealthy. Uh, while also evasive, perplexing PC, Alex Wilder fills a similar role for way cheaper. Also, I think everyone's choice for Gotham City Underworld, Taxi, has permanently become Kite Man, hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs>
1: hell yeah!
2: Okay, all right. <laughs>
0: I was wrapped up in Kite Man. I was just thinking that glorious emerald man flying across the sky. <laughs> it's truly really Just beautiful. beautiful.
3: Handing hand out kites to everyone.
0: <laughs> you get a kite. If you get a well, let's steal some stuff. You get a kite. All right. Uh, Vig- Vigilante Collectible said the Avengers Ares got a nice upgrade from the superior foe's of uh, superior Photos of Spider-Man version with a clicks with the superior foes of Spider-Man version with a clicks FX marker. What's that? Because I think WizKids Kids forgot what it was too. is not there like one Ooh. set? <laughs> two sets. <laughs> like, Come on. There's like there's like two maybe three. But the thing is, uh, to go back to the answer though, and to go back to Calder and I's one of our game uh, at Origins with John Carl. So this, this, John Carl, are you a citizen yet? Uh, <laughs> uh, so, legit. No, he's not a citizen, but that's not important. Uh, what is important is never got that Aries to work the way I wanted it to, and then Calder did in every aspect of the game. and yes. stomped me oh, with an Ares. Awesome. It was stupid. It was stupid. So that is, uh, that's a good answer.
2: All right. The last one on Facebook goes to Tyler Nuren saying, shifting focus Dr. Strange replaced every other Dr. Strange besides D20 Strange. It just depends on what point value I need. Movie Chase, 021, Captain Marvel, with her God Click, is also my go-to Captain Marvel.
0: The God Click, though, it's, Ooh, it's, it's actually really good. Okay, yeah. that's, that's
2: a good answer, too.
0: Also, I want to thank uh, Twitter once again. Hashtag Twitter Army. Thank you, Christian Bogan, superfan. Oh, yeah. Uh, showing out this week so we can beat Facebook. We like that. We can beat Facebook. Uh, keep that, that c- uh, competition going when I leave. We have Eric the Red who said, I replaced the fear itself, Doctor Strange, with the D20 version. And it is so chaotic and not OP that I don't want to upgrade. I know he's expensive, but he's fun. And that is absolutely the reason to use a figure <laughs> is if it's crazy fun. I mean, he likes 100 50 points but you're absolutely right it's chaotic and it's it's dumb but at least it's not op like faust which is why everyone hated faust because he basically did the same stuff but he was like half the cost i don't know it was, but have you ever you guys have been in a game where you reset the board with that doctor um, uh, uh, yeah it's super stupid but super funny i've done it a number of times and i'm like i don't have to use this but I'm gonna. Reset your pieces! Go! <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, oh, my God. Good stuff. We have a uh, superhero, Michael Miller, who said, uh, I, I upgraded from TMNT Colossal Group to Avengers Infinity Colossal Group. Same cost, so much better retaliation. It has oh, yeah. been a blast listening to your thoughts over the years, Chris. I hope the military treats you well. And I'll hope for an occasional surprise appearance in the meantime. We shall see, guys. I, I don't know what's, what's going to happen. Who knows? But uh, we will go over to Vigilante Tiamu, our man in Finland, who said, Chase Mohawk Captain Marvel from the movie Gravity Feed is my now go-to version of her. Um, thank you for all you've done in the community over the years. Uh, be smart. Stay safe. Thank you. And make your, proud, your country proud. I will. And um, I know that uh, Vigilante Tiamu is also a man who has served in his country country's military so thank you for your service uh we've citizen chris kurtz the mighty thor brought us the new wrecking crew so it's got to be them yeah those were all actually like well uh, were they all good upgrades or uh, like i remember two of them being like really good upgrades and then the other two i was like not especially
2: excited about do you guys remember that
3: uh whoever had the amanian ball and chain and the crowbar so those are like yes the so I the wrecker main. and
2: thunderball were both really good uh Pile driver, I don't think it was actually that good. Um, Bulldozer, maybe. it Honestly, remember it doesn't serve. It. I know I own all of them, but I haven't played mm. yep. I,
0: I think it was Wrecker that I had, had something about. So Wrecker 125, and then the Wrecker from the Invincible Iron Man, which is, I mean, he's another 30 points, but I thought he did, did cooler stuff. I guess his stats are a little
2: out of well, now because he drops down into... Nah, nine, he he nine. helps out the team a lot, I like to think, yeah. this Wrecker.
3: Well, he's that crowbar alone, perception. he he gives he just gives the person if they can use invincible or impervious, just gives them. I think, I think it just might be toughness. It's either invulnerability or toughness, and then he can use exploit. So basically, he can turn off your higher defensive powers, and then it allows everybody to be able to do more damage oh, that against is, them. That
0: is good. Yeah, I forgot about that. But the old one who has a really cool because if you don't know anything about the wrecker, he's totally like this like really gruff. Like, he's not very intelligent, but he, t- he would talk like this, like, I got the power first, you know. Like, <laughs> like this re- that's the name of his trait. It gives all of the friendly Wrecking Crew members mo- next to him modify their attack by
2: plus one. Oh, yeah, so that that's is sweet.
3: That cool. is solid.
2: Um,
3: well, yeah. the the uh, only Wrecker in my life is Wreck-It Ralph, I'm just saying. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, um, and we did get, uh, I think, well, let's see, two people that are first-time callers. Uh, in the rest of the Twitter answers, and then one from the big Stabowski. Haven't heard from you in a minute, but glad to have you here. He said, Age of Ultron Hulk was my guy for a long time, but then came the Indestructible Hulk from the Nick Fury Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. set, and it was like a 2.0 edition. Yeah, man, I really, really liked the fact that they came out with that particular one, because I'm one of those sticklers for universes, so when I mix my universes, when I go from like MCU Hulk with the 616 avengers i was like i didn't feel good about it <laughs> I'm, so, I'm such a gatekeeper for myself um but when they came out with that one uh he's amazing like i thought he was so cool and he was such a c- cool call in and it, he's got those stop clicks that end on like f- they stop right when he has like 12 attack flurry and five damage oh uh, yeah. like, this is dumb so yep. dumb so so that was a really good answer. is that okay, the one in I'm... the
3: uh in the armor the shield armor or whatever yes okay Yes, it is. The same one
0: that is in the meme that Calder made. Oh, yep.
3: Uh, First time caller, DB
0: Woden's Spoon. Uh, Jumping on the bandwagon here, I've upgraded to the 43 cap from Black Panther uh, from every other cap that I own. I also had a one-set turnaround from Earth-X Black Bolt to the new Black Panther Black Bolt. Yeah. So, um, okay, so I, I I totally get it. And I agree that the Earth-X one is probably not as good as the one from Black Panther. But the one from Earth-X is so cool. He does stupid stuff. And that's pretty much what I – that game that you and I played against each other, called her where I used just the um, – the Inhumans, the Earth X Inhumans. Yes. While while Karnak was the MVP in that with the, the the flurry and the five damage and stuff, you have to admit that that Earth X Black Panther oh, he pulls his weight.
2: Pulls his He He's like, a
0: good like, job. It, he was good stuff. Uh, and then the last answer that we have from a first time caller says, uh, or his name is uh, M F Steel O One said, mine would have to be the very same Captain America pictured on the left being upgraded to the rare from the new Black Panther set. Uh, Calder, tell me which Black pa- or which Captain America that is. Uh, the one, on the the one left, left from your meme. That is yeah, the one focused
2: from... Captain America. That's the common one. Okay. Uh,
0: so he we went from that to the new one from the Black Panther set. Uh, they almost do the same thing aside from the newer one not having close combat experts. So uh, they've – man, the Black the, the Black Panther set did a really good job of upgrading <laughs> old characters. Oh, it did. Uh, mm, we, got, we got new Doc Strange, new Black Panther. Well, maybe not – I don't know. I still like the Age of Ultron, Black Panther, uh, new cap, new like a bunch of good new stuff. Um, so thank you everybody for all of the answers. It was a really really nice turnout on both Facebook and Twitter. So that was really cool, and I really appreciate that. Uh, we will move on in the podcast, and we have uh, Jedi Legends Hero Clicks Tip of the Week.
2: Help you, I can. <laughs> Take you to your destination, I will.
0: Citizen Jedi Legend says there are four main action types. If the PA City states any of these power, free, close, or range, that is the type of action that is required. If it doesn't, the power slash effect is passive and is already in play. Uh, of example, would be toughness or exploit weakness. Uh, by the way, I saw superfan Christian Bogan. You did respond to this because... The GIF, and he always does a fantastic job of linking GIFs in the here Clicks Tip of the Week, uh, is from – is Bruce Almighty, right? Oh, and yeah. He's like, you, you said uh, you can't hear GIFs. Me, see above GIF. And it's totally like, I've got power! <laughs> exactly. That song is like playing from the Bruce Almighty uh, movie. Yep. So it's it's good stuff. Uh, Calder, is there anything you want to add to this?
2: I would say there's one more main action type, and that would be Move. Move. Um. Just saying. It is, though.
0: Um, uh, yeah, well, okay. I'm, I'm actually... I'm, well, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm just
2: saying, like, it is power-free, close range, and then, you know, move. Um, it, it's not using a lot of powers, because normally it's a power to give a move action, and then, you know, a closer range action at no cost or something like that. Um, but Correct. there is also move. All right, before the colon
0: is what it actually is, and then after the colon is going to be what it does. So uh, a great example of that really is sidestep since it's free, colon, and then you get a move. So as a, like, a newer player, you're like, this is a move action. It's really not. Like, It's a free action first because it says that it's free, and you just get a move. And there's multiple other things that are like that. So just remember, pay attention to what's before the colon. That is the action type. And then everything after that is what it does. So, okay, uh, Christian, do you do you do you have anything to um
3: actually about that? I yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be colder over there. Hey, I, <laughs> oh, that's
0: that's good. That's good. No one wants to be colder. Uh, all right, but well, we do actually have um, a Malcolm Rush question block, so we can do that. <laughs>
2: Questions from Malcolm Rush, the man of Japan, along with his uh, Domino's Japanese pizza menu, which is really cool since we were talking about toppings last week. We got squid on their pizza. I think I'd still order pepperoni. Uh, no, that's awesome. Yeah, are you can yeah.
0: order squid on a yeah, pizza. Yeah, it's
2: pretty, it's uh, pretty crazy.
0: I oh, to- hold on! Before you go too far, before you go too far, we need to know, super fan Christian Bogan, what are your opinions on ranch dressing?
3: Okay. Well first I have to ask you a question and then I will give you my opinion. Fair? Okay. Right. Have sure. you have you ever had a southern sweet southern Memphis type pizza? That's what it's called. It's got barbecue sauce, pineapple, chicken, bacon, and onion.
0: Okay, so short answer no, no. but while I was in uh Nashville, we did order a pizza that had a Jalapeno glaze as the sauce. It was kind of like a barbecue sauce. Okay. And then it had chicken on top of that. And then it was supposed to have onions, but I don't like onions. So, oh. uh, kind
3: of the same. all right Well, it's just, it's my favorite type of pizza. So, but. Okay, if, okay. Opinions How do you on, feel about ranch? Uh, Pinions on ranch. It depends. So, I, I don't drink it in my coffee like some people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's disgusting.
3: <laughs> but, um,. I I mean I I do enjoy it. I don't like it on salad though. Like I'll eat it if I'm like at hacienda or something. I'll eat it with my chips um, every once in a while. I dip it with my French fries. But I'm more of a barbecue sauce kind of guy.
0: So. All right, so good man, good man. Barbecue sauce over ranch dressing. I'm like Calder
2: who. Wrong. You're, like, you're so wrong. <laughs> wrong. you're so wrong. You're <laughs> so
3: wrong. I'll put barbecue sauce in my coffee. though. <laughs> Would you really? Would you do it? I don't drink coffee so. <laughs> oh
0: what? I might, I might try it just because.
3: I'll try anything
0: once, guys. It'll be weird, but I, would try. Okay, what are the questions from our man in Japan?
2: All right, so these are questions that are uh, just personal questions. They have nothing to do with hero clicks, uh, but they kind of sort of do. But let's just jump right into it. There are six. This is number one. What other hobbies do you like besides hero clicks?
3: Question. You start off um hobbies the spanking children count as one <laughs> oh, I'm high
2: five you right now Tam,
0: Tammy was out there going oh, I can't wait to slap my little one I'm just kidding no. too nice
3: oh to <laughs> <laughs> uh, man hobbies I, I probably just playing video games that's that's probably my main go to
0: okay what's your what's the very last video game that you played um
3: uh, like uh console wise yes red dead redemption 2
0: all right Calder, this what Christ. do what do you do? For uh, it's fun? Just gotta be cosplay. Rather than be
2: super sexy. Uh, that's just there, that's I- a, that's a job. It's a full time job, actually. <laughs> <A> full time job. <laughs> okay, Flex Metallow. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, it's it's gotta be cosplay. <laughs> that's definitely the hobby I spend a lot of time on. I really enjoy making and building stuff, so it's 100 percent It's cosplay.
0: Calder is the hero of the ranch. That's it. <laughs> <cool. laughs> uh for fun, I like to read a lot, and then I just mostly listen to other podcasts, things that expand my
2: mind since I don't really listen to music. Next question. All right. This is a great one. What animals do you like and do you want uh, what animal as a pet? Do you have any pets? Do you (laughs) you have any
3: pets besides kids? Um, uh, Christian, what do you got? I, I, like the correlation is uncanny between kids and pets. Uh, um, they just make messes. I mean, that's pretty much what they do. <laughs> and then you have to spank them for making a mess and then it's sure. cleaning up the mess after them because they can't pick it up themselves. Uh, no. Um, so I love dogs. Dogs are, um, probably one of my favorite animals, but I'd say my top animal is a turtle. Like, I know that sounds weird, but I would love to have a pet turtle. It doesn't have to be a gigantic tortoise, but, uh, okay. Tortoise, because it's, you know, an amphibian li- lives on both landings. Okay. Was that was that a setup for this? I like turtles. Was that what that was? <laughs> well, no, I, I love that one. Or if you want to, where are the turtles? Oh, I already did that one. Again, like, but, yeah. I don't want to play it again, but, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, aside from dogs and, and turtles, it was it was a, my top two. Okay, Carter, what about you?
2: Uh, animals exist to be eaten or ridden. Uh, I don't like <laughs> animals that don't truly serve a purpose. Companionship is not a purpose. I like people more than animals. Um, animals exist to be food and to help me move my food around. Uh, it's a rancher point of view. Uh, I've been threatened that someone's going to buy me a dog. Please do not do that. It will die. If you buy me a dog, I will forget. Don't say that. That is a fact. I I will not spend money on something else's food. I will spend money on my food, and then we'll eat the leftovers. I'm not a pet guy. Someone never buy him a dog. Yeah, but if, if someone got me like a really sick like attack bird thing maybe maybe i would have that <laughs> like oh, a falcon like yeah a sweet yeah. that that would you can be like sweet. take
0: off the little hood on its eyes and you just like get it and then yeah. just like come swooping in and like, and like oh, that that'd be awesome oh, that's God. probably not the sound that falcon no. not important um my favorite animal believe it or not and this is not a setup is the penguin. It is a penguin, actually. I really like emperor emperor penguins. <laughs> um, they're my favorite animal. I don't know why. It used to be dolphins for some reason, and then it switched. Uh, I, I totally got to touch a penguin one time. Was not supposed <laughs> to touch a penguin. I <laughs> totally got to touch the penguin because I reached my hand over in the zoo and, like, was petting this penguin. Remarkably thin. Remarkably thin compared to what you think they are because, like, their, their feathers, like, are so... It's such a thick layer of feathers that you push down on it, and you're like, "Where's the actual body?" And yeah. You're like, oh, there it is. So it, I didn't hurt the penguin, by the way, out there. Good. They're just um, made for but,
3: insulation. That's what their feathers are. Yeah, for. yeah.
0: True story. So um, that is, <laughs> I don't think I would want a penguin as a pet. I did have a pet skunk one time for a few months. It was even, uh, it, it had the the gland removed, so no. it didn't it, it spray. <laughs> uh, but it always smells a little bit like the smell oh, of skunk, which uh, I think, uh, which which I think, not not much. It doesn't like rub off on all your like clothes or your bed or anything. Um, but it it does kind. It did kind of make me like the smell of a skunk. Uh, so like if I'm driving through the country and you smell the smell of a skunk, I'm like, oh, all right. I named uh, it was named Kodak by the way. Ah, oh,
3: you couldn't of, have. Uh, was it Pierre from Looney Tunes?
2: No, no, that'd be Kodak. Good. I was like, I was like, oh, Kodak. So right, 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 was Pepe. Pepe, Pepe, uh, let you. Yeah. Number three, what games do you enjoy besides Hero clicks?
3: Uh, Christian, do you have one? I said video games. Uh, uh, no, what is your all-time
2: favorite video
3: game, though? No, we... Oh, gosh. Um, Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, but no, card games. I played those. We played poker almost weekly um, with my in-laws. Um, and, you know, all other forms of, like, euchre and... Um, uh, we call it Up and Down the River. Just any variation of card games is something we do a lot as a family.
2: Okay. Call uh, so uh, for another miniatures game, it would have to be Heroescape. It is a dead version. It's very, very similar to HeroClix, uh, but I did play it at a convention one time for pretty much the entire, like, it was, like, a solid ten hours of Escape with people that kind of half knew the rules, and it was, like, the most fun I've ever had, like, at a convention playing board games. Uh, favorite version of a card game besides poker it would have to be uh, BS. Uh, it's awesome. It's great fun. <laughs>
0: Uh, so legitimately, HeroScape is a good game, though it is. It, um, it's very, very simple when you compare it to HeroClix, and I'm really sad that it is dead because I really thought it was such a well-made game. And you can build the maps. Yeah, that's like the best part. Like, there are so many 3D little hexagonal tiles, and you can make the configurations. And that, that was kind of the fun of the game where you sat down and you have an opponent, but first you have to build the map. And you're like, man, this is cool. So if you wanted to make it competitive, you could just take turns or whatever. But really what we just did was just like, all right, you got all these pieces, go. And you start putting them all over the thing to make a, – it's a brand new map every Single time, you'll never have the same game unless you just don't touch the map. Really cool game. Really sad it died. Did you know that there was Marvel? Yes, those were
2: the first ones I ever had, and then I started to branch out into other ones. No, I freaking, I freaking love Fear Escape.
0: Yeah, it was so cool. Unfortunately, it died. Uh, but let's see. I if I if I play any other games, I I have played many other games in the past, like Yu Gi Oh when I was like fourteen, Magic the Gathering. Um, m- Magic is okay, but I have to. I play with people that I want to play with rather than play the game to play the game if that makes sense. No yeah. I do not like sitting down with people that I don't really know to play magic because it almost is never fun because a lot of the time the people take it way too seriously and I'm not about that life. So uh, that's probably collectible stuff in the video game era that I or uh, arena that I like to do is going to be like I I'm personally a Bethesda fanboy. I really do like the Fallout games. Um I really do like the uh not, the Elder Scroll Elder Scrolls games as well. Oh, yeah. And then I'm a huge fan of BioShock. I loved all 3 of them. <laughs> oh, that know, game. Like, a, a lot of people actually like really hated the second one and stuff, but I was like, man, I just I just love this world. It was it was such a cool, interesting world where it was, like, kind of like back in time, but not really back in time. It was, it was such a good good franchise.
3: Oh, uh, total agreement yep. on Bioshock. Man right was Oh, so good.
2: Oh. Next question. I didn't do video games. I'm just going to shout out really quick. Team Fortress 2, if anyone wants to play, let me know. All-time favorite video game of ever, all-time. Number four, what sports do you like to watch and or play slash do? <laughs>
0: This is a hot take. I'll, I'll, I'll start us off by probably making someone mad out there. I don't like sports uh, almost at all. Uh, when I was growing up, my dad was like this huge sports dude, and it was like we got to like, like – my middle name is Ryan named after Nolan Ryan from the MLB. That is how <laughs> much my dad was a sports guy. And when I was growing up, I was like uh, – and my dad tried to force me into these sports, so now – I don't really like sports almost at all. And then a quick little story, and this is totally just anecdotal, and this is, can't really be applied to most sports in general, but it made me – like, I broke my ankle in high school playing football. And when I broke my ankle, not a single member of my team or my coaches showed up to the hospital just to see if I was okay. I went to the hospital. I got a seven-inch plate and seven screws in my ankle because of this. Not a single person cared, and I was like, "Man, I thought that they were supposed to be my team, so I never played another team sport again because I know that they never cared so that was that was my really horrible experience with sports, so I don't watch sports. Uh, I did skateboard when I was in like high school. I like skateboarding because it's like a personal sport. you know, no one is helping you skateboard. That was just for me. Uh, I was never really any good, but it was fun to do. And that's that's about it for sports.
2: Right on. Um, so the only sports I watch um, on TV, I watch one sport a year, and that is Super Bowl. Uh, in real life I really enjoy watching hockey. Uh, it's a really fun sport to watch. I actually really enjoy that. My family really likes to go to a lot of those games. The only sport I actively play is trap shooting. It's a sport, it's an Olympic sport. So yes, check yourself. <laughs> um so What what is it? Trap shooting. Trap shooting. Is, uh, what is that shooting what? Is, It's a toy. You yeah. just you take a shotgun and then they Clay pigeons are these little round clay discs that... Oh, it.
0: okay, okay. I know what that is. I've never heard it referred to as trap shoot. This is uh, how little I know about sports now. Well, that's what
2: it's called, trap shooting. I, I think that's the okay. term, anyways. Uh, Today uh, I learned! We, we sometimes call it uh, shooting and skeet, uh, but whatever. Like, that's sport I enjoy playing. It's fun.
3: Okay,
2: Go ahead, yeah. Christian. <laughs> no,
3: uh, so, yeah, I am actually a big sports enthusiast, um... Uh, oh, that's it you're off the show yeah right no uh <laughs> just uh, calder uh, calder and i when we met in chicago a while back like i literally in between matches i would turn on the you know the notre dame game because i'm a huge notre dame uh fan and i would watch it while i'm waiting for the next match to start so it and uh every every fall that comes around uh my wife likes to ask so are you really just gonna devote every saturday to watch the football and i'm like yes i'm gonna watch every you know every saturday i'm gonna watch the football because that's uh, college football is my jam like
0: did you name any of your
3: children's names after a sports figure no no all my all my thank god all all my children's (laughs) names are god-given dude like before we even know the gender it's like god puts a name on our hearts and we're uh, in unison unison we just say hey this is our child's name and like yeah that's totally what – and so, yeah, that's just the way it works in our house.
0: I made the decision to ask Calder where he got his name from one time. Terrible,
2: a terrible decision.
3: <laughs> Never ask me about my name. Hey, Calder, <laughs> how would you get your name?
2: Great question. I'll answer that right after. Number five, what TV shows, <laughs> movies, and books do you like? Only uh, comic book uh, – they'll say comic book and non-comic book books. So go for okay. TV show, movies, yeah, we... and books.
0: Okay, okay, I'll start. So TV shows, I actually still really like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's it's really good. Um, C- Altered Carbon, if you've never seen that, that was really good. The Umbrella Academy recently was really pretty good. Black Mirror is actually oh. – I, I – I do actually personally believe that a lot of things that are in Black Mirror will come to pass in the future. Oh, oh yeah. Because I I honestly believe that that is how our technology is moving. Like, we'll get – not all of it. I'm not saying it's like Nostradamus prediction (laughs) for the future. I'm saying, like, there's going to become a tipping point where, like, we've gotten way too – like, our britches do not fit anymore because we let technology just ramp up way too far. So I like – I really like Black Mirror. That's a good show um, because it plays with your – your your psyche a lot um Mm -hmm. as far as what was it other than tv shows movies yep movies and books um i have a line from the boondock saints tattooed across my chest because i'm that guy uh so i really like that movie um and but then other than that that's one of the only like uh types of movies like that that i like the rest of the movies that are my favorite of all time movies are all Comedies. Uh, I, when I sit down to watch a movie, I want all of my movies to be the stupid, stupidest, raunchiest bullcrap that is not actually worth your time to watch. But I will rewatch it again and again and again. So examples, uh, Biodome, Basketball, Half-Baked, uh, Tom, Tommy Boy, yes! Tom Cats, those kind of movies are just like my go-to. Like These actually make me happy. When I sit down to watch a movie, I don't really – Want to think. I just want to laugh.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Books. Books. I read only nonfiction uh, for books, a lot of about history, uh, about the well, world. I'm in the throes of becoming a World War II buff uh, because ha- almost half of my books are all about World War II, and I actually sit down and read them. Um, I'm about to finish another one. Uh, so one of these days, I, I actually might consider myself one of those people. It's like, yeah, I know too, way too much about World War II. Um, and then like a lot of philosophical books, I will read. I I think I I made a dichotomy where it's like if I want to think, I'll read, and if I don't want to think, I'll watch movies. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. so that's kind of kind of where my mind ended up. What about you, Christian?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, this, oh gosh, where where should I start? Uh, shows, um, man, like you said, Black Mirror is just fantastic. It's just great to watch. Uh, the the Last Kingdom. Um, I don't know if you ever watched that one. That one is really cool. Just anything about like Norse mythology, cause that's kind of like where my family hails from is, uh, from Nor- Norway. Um, uh, from gods. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, um, and then, um, friends, like my wife and I could put that on and j- just watch that like on repeat and just have it in the background, like when we're cleaning or whatever, spanking children, yeah. cause that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> People just don't don't write in
0: and tell us not to spank children. Yeah, it's a joke. Calm down.
3: People think I beat my children all the time. That's not the truth. But, um, man, uh, movies. uh, I have certain directors that I really like, um, like Guy Ritchie, Quentin Tarantino, Mel Brooks. Mel, man, Mel, I, I would probably say Mel Brooks films are like some of my favorites to watch. just because they're just so ridiculous, like Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, like you, Chris, uh, just stupid comedy films. Like Tommy Boy is definitely one of my favorites. Talladega Nights is probably one of my all-time favorites as well. Mm, yeah. Uh, just, you know, stuff like that. Um, books. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the author, author uh, Jim Butcher. Uh, he wrote the uh, Dresden Files. Um, that
0: sounds familiar. the The author does not. Yeah, but yeah. That sounds familiar. Yeah.
3: So, um, he that that stuff he's written is is really uh, really entertaining. But uh, like science fiction is uh, ten, tends to be what I gravitate towards when I read.
2: Right on. Okay. Uh, so movies kind of keep it simple. I. Pretty much only watch what most people consider to be, quote-unquote, like, popular cult classic whatever movies, so it's a lot of... Like Brokeback? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, I've actually never seen it. A lot of people tell me I should. I'm definitely never going to watch it. Um, <laughs> Jake Hall is pretty amazing, though. But, uh, no, I really like like Star Wars, Indiana Jones. I watch a lot of that. Any, you know, superhero movie ever, I watch. Um, my all-time favorite movie I can watch countless times is Army of Darkness... All-time yeah. favorite TV shows: Ash versus Evil Dead, just because we got to see more of them. Uh, I really enjoy Stranger Things, uh, that's for sure. Uh, just uh, that's a good show. There's there's a lot of great like TV shows out there, you know. I'm really uh, not a TV person. I forced myself to watch The Office. Never doing that again. I really did not. Uh, enjoy it. Man, um, I, I know that. a lot of people do, but it's not my kind of humor. It was very incredible. Letterkenny. Kenny, Letter Kenny, yes. King. Now that's a TV show I can pretty much countlessly rewatch. Uh, that's a freaking awesome show. I love it.
3: I have to ask you a question, Calder. Like, I know you're a big Bruce Campbell fan. Yes. Uh, you ever watch Bubba Hotep?
2: I, see that's it's on my list. I hear it is terrible. I hear it is a really <laughs> <good time.
3: laughs> it's a really oh good man. But
2: I really, it's, it's on my list. Yeah. To buy. I actually bought a bunch of Bruce Campbell DVDs. Um, and I don't want to get through them eventually, uh, but it's, it's it's honestly it's hard to find a time to sit down and watch a movie. Um, let's say like go to theaters or whatever. So yeah, I, I like all kinds of movies. I already kind of covered TV shows, books. Uh, I I'm the real with you. I I read a lot of the same book. Um, and then there's comic books. Really, I am not a book person. Uh, I'll get out of my. Elevator. We can tell. Yeah, you can totally tell. Uh, I. <laughs> Louis L'Amour, he is a Western uh, book writer. Uh, they're very short, quick little stories. They're all relatively the same. Uh, he sticks to a pattern. And then I also like uh, Ernest Hemingway. He's one of my favorite authors. I actually really like a lot of his books. I like his characterizations of characters. Um, so that's for uh, for any actual like book nerd fans. Ernest Hemingway is my one smart-sounding guy, and people actually kind of hate him. So there we go. <laughs> Uh, that's
0: okay. Uh, I, I would throw this in because it was in there. Uh, we, we all forgot it. What is the What is a comic book? Just name one title. If you were going to read it, what would it be, Carter? I assume
3: it's Captain
0: America.
2: Uh, I
3: Howard the Duck.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. it actually threw me for a loop, but cool. Uh, what about you, Christian?
3: Uh, Dark Knight Returns.
0: Dark Knight Returns as a graphic novel. Yep. Okay, all right, that's good, and I think mine is going to be Moon Knight, actually. I, I think it's really interesting, weird dynamic. Okay, next question. All right, very last
2: question is going to be really easy, is what countries have you visited, and which countries do you want to go to?
0: That, that's... Okay, actually, I want to eat all this time up. You guys start.
2: <laughs> Chris, Chris uh, I will start uh, since so I went last time. Oh, okay. uh, So I have been to all the countries in Epcot. Disney World, Florida. I have never left the US of A and I do not plan on doing it anytime soon because there's only one country that's worth living in and that is America. Now I might visit, I I might, (laughs) I might visit some other countries. It depends on who I'm with. My brothers have been talking about a boys trip to Japan, which sounds great so we can be taller than everyone. I guess I honestly don't know besides me yelling anime at people i don't know what i will do there uh going to other countries has literally never interested me but if there's somebody else that would make the trip worth going with someone who maybe has a bit more adventurous spirit than i do then yeah sure let's go do it but until then i u.s of a baby american soil that's what i want okay
3: christian uh i've only been in the usa i mean that's it uh but um I know my wife and I would like to go to Ireland and like I said, it would be fun to go to Norway to kind of, you know, see where my ancestors grew up. But, uh, I, I loved, uh, like I can't say loved, um, World War Two interested me greatly. So it would be fun to kind of go see like old battle sites, uh, you know, in in Germany and England and France and, you know, that, uh, in Belgium and whatnot. Uh, And then, um, and then medieval times going to sea castles over, you know, in the same countries and, uh, and and I think like the ultimate romantic getaway, I guess for my wife and I would be, um, um, Italy and, you know, Greece.
0: Oh man. Okay. So, well, you know what, let's start with, can I do a history lesson? Like a really short history lesson? Yeah. Is that okay with you guys? Okay. So, um, it it is now common stance, like Everyone thinks, oh, yo, that's definitely always been there. No, it actually has not. If you were in World War II, you were a U.S. soldier, and you died in the European theater of operation or actually in the Pacific, um, they didn't immediately ship your body home. In fact, you had to pay for it yourself. Uh, Your family had to pay for it uh, if they wanted your body back, and during World War II, there were not a ton of affluent families that could – pay for their soldiers and uh, Marines and whatever to all of those to get sent back home. So I wanted to bring this up because I've actually been to one of these. This particular one was in the Netherlands and it, it just astounded me how uh, cool it was and how much I will appreciate countries like the Netherlands for doing this. And the Netherlands is not the only country that did this. Uh, Belgium, France, and a few other countries did this as well. But if uh, American uh, servicemen uh, did not uh, have the ability to get shipped home. they actually buried them in American specific cemeteries that were devoted to American servicemen uh, wow. over in those countries. So as a as a, shy, as a uh, show of uh, respect and reverence for the American effort, to do what they did during World War II, so it was really cool. To like, I went to this one in the Netherlands that uh, all of the headstones are. It looks very, very similar to Arlington National Cemetery, mm-hmm. uh, where all of the headstones are lined up in kind of a curve, and you can just. It's it's very uh, humbling and very cool that uh, those countries were willing to do that uh, just to show respect. So Whoa. that was really cool. Yeah, that's um, cool. Uh, I appreciate that. And uh, let's see. So as far as countries go, I'm just going to say I've been to 19 of them at this point. And I'll just – I've been on five continents, 19 countries, and I'll just tell you what my favorite ones were uh, instead of going through the 19. Uh, So my favorite place that I've ever been was Rome. I loved Rome Mm. so much. Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Was an amazing place that I went to. I really, really liked Bulgaria. It was just such a lack or a lax. I'm sorry, a lax atmosphere. Um, that was really cool. The the Dutch are extremely nice to Americans. Uh, at least that was my experience. So I, I'm really, really fond of the Netherlands. Um, the Greeks are also really, really fond of us. That was my experience. So uh, that was really cool. And I'll, I'll tell you a couple of places I didn't really enjoy that much. Um, I went to Egypt. That was okay. Um, I will never go back to Egypt, though. Um, And then there's some countries in Central America that I was not a huge fan of. Um, I did go to Costa Rica and Nicaragua, and while they were very, very pretty, uh, I will probably never return to those countries. So that's kind of my thing is I just love to travel, and I'm I'm the exact opposite of Calder.
2: So (laughs) if I can
0: make it to a brand-new place – I'm
2: going to. I it, mean, I'll anyways. totally go, but I'm not gonna go by myself and be like, "Yup, that's a Scott man." Like, what? Are <laughs> I-
0: no, man, that's the best part. Like, you just show up in a random country with no plan, you know what and you just and you just go. Right, I'm gonna like, show what, up like,
2: and I'm gonna fight the biggest dude there. First trip, <laughs> Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want trips after like, that. Like, I'll be dead.
0: <laughs> it, it is really it is really a uh, a self-discovery thing when you show up in like the middle like i just showed up in the middle of bulgaria like in sofia which is their capital i was like i have no plan jaylene and i had no plan we just showed up and then randomly wandered through bulgaria so key like, phrase cool
3: senior. uh, jaylene
2: and uh I I just yeah
3: just saying I've, <laughs> yeah we've got uh, close family friends that actually are missionaries in bulgaria yeah the place is awesome yeah uh, we've really had cool some. In. yeah we've we've had some of their uh uh local cuisine uh when uh whether they had uh just had a graduation party for their um third youngest or like their third child or whatever but yeah so that was interesting they had like these wafer bars that were actually like Nutella wafer bars? Those are really good. Oh, Nutella's like
0: <laughs> crazy popular in Europe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was actually where I first learned that Nutella was a thing. <laughs> I was like, what is it? What is it? Why are there commercials for this? What is it? I'm like, oh, okay. And then it finally made it over to the United States. So um, anyway. You should you Calder, you gotta go. You gotta make it out of the country. You, you will you will learn if you are similar to me, you will learn to appreciate what we truly have here when you see what else is in the oh, rest of the world. And there's some amazing, sure, amazing sure, places sure, sure, out sure, there. Uh, sure. but you will appreciate what we have here uh, a lot of the time. That's my experience. So is uh, that that's it though. That's it for questions. Right? That is it.
2: That is Malcolm Rush's question block. Again, thank you so much for sending us these questions in. They're always a joy. I always really enjoy answering them, I know for sure.
0: <laughs> I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. No, I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> he
2: has good questions.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. No, I, I genuinely I I have always appreciated you sending in the questions, uh, Malcolm. So please continue to do that. Uh, And if if nothing else, it makes us think and stand, like be up on our toes, willing to answer these questions (laughs) sometimes. Because like legit, like we don't always read the email before we start recording, and then it's like, oh, I guess we're answering questions. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So we're just making up answers on the spot. So, that is, that's, that's how the sausage is made, Hey, guys. man, it's
3: hashtag good podcasting.
0: That's, that's sure. the eternal sausage.
3: <laughs> the overall. sausage. So,
0: um, uh, then, we we didn't get any emails this week. If you want to send us oh. an email, you can oh. send it to Di Yeah, I was, oh.
2: to say, I was about to say. got an email Wait from say. a guy what? in the show right now. Yeah. <laughs> what? What'd I miss? See, I'm glad I checked the Gmail today because yeah, Chris wasn't doing his job. Did you really? We have Did a, my phone? We have an email from Super. and uh Christian Bogan. Uh, oh my god! Just I wanted to that. say thanks for being such an awesome podcast host. Values will definitely not be the same without you, Chris. I really enjoyed listening to all the stuff you came up with to talk about the changes you made to the show. Thanks for the laughs and insightful comments, the kind words, and most importantly, thank you for your service, not only to the podcast, but to our country as well. You are really an amazing person. Good luck in life, brother. I'll be praying for you. Your wife, not sure on how to ask Jaylene. We need to say it over there. No one knows how you spelt it. And hopefully I didn't embarrass myself. Anyways, he does have one question. Maybe we could discuss it on the podcast. If you could have one power, which would you choose?
0: Okay, so first of all, seriously, thank you for the email. That you nailed Jaylene's spelling, by the way. That is how you spell it. Um, and, then, and then, of course, uh, I, I, I have some words um, to say but not yet mm-hmm. so we'll get to yep. that but uh the, the answer to your question is totally easy for me cuz I've known this answer for years telekinesis buddy like telekinesis <laughs> has so many applications cuz you hear people who are like oh I just I would I would fly and some people are like oh I would have uh, super strength with telekinesis you have all of these powers okay so you have flight cuz you have telekinesis uh you can condense molecules in the air around you to a point where they're impenetrable so you have force fields mm-hmm. uh, You have a character like uh, Superboy who apparently, from my knowledge, he doesn't actually have super strength. It's a telekinetic super strength, but it is a very localized telekinesis. So it looks like he has super strength, like he's picking up trucks and throwing them, when in all actuality – it's telekinesis. Mm. So, like, I, like Magneto is super awesome to me, always was, like, picking stuff up. But that's too limited, right? So you have Marvel Girl or Jean Grey, whatever you want to call her. I was like, man, there's so many applications for telekinesis. So many cool things you could do. And then, then like, I was never a huge fan of uh, of Jean Grey. But then later on in the comics, in X-Men specifically, they introduced a character that I fell in love with. Who had the exact same power set that I was like, yeah, this is it. I cannot wait to see what this guy does with it, and that's Hellion. Oh, and like yeah. Hellion is such a cool character to me because he's such a jerk. He gets his arms lobbed off. I think <laughs> on, in the in the storyline, which is why he has metal arms. And I'm like, man, one of these days, I just hope that they keep using this character because it's everything I like. About a character because I, I don't like Jean Grey's personality. I like Hellion's personality, and he has an awesome power set. So that's that's definitely what I would pick: telekinesis
2: all day, every day. Right on. Uh, I'm gonna do a different tele, and that's gonna be uh, teleportation. Uh, Nightcrawler. This is kind of like going on the X Men thing, but like he's always been my favorite X Men. I don't want his teleportation. I'd want like a. Like, ah, what's the address? That's the address. Boop, teleport there. Just go anywhere in the world, anywhere in the country. I don't like driving. I'm so used to living on a small ranch in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, you know what? I I want to still live here. I don't want to live in some big city where I'm going to hate everyone around me. I still want to live here, but I just want to teleport like, ah, boom, at a comic shop. Like, thank you, guys. I'm going to play Hero HeroClicks here this week. Awesome. Like, that's it. It's the only reason even to live in a big city is to play hero there. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you know what? I want Wendy's. Boop, teleport to a Wendy's. I don't want to live near all these stupid people and all their stupid problems. <laughs> I want to live on my ranch, but I want all the good stuff still. I still want all that goodness. I want to go to Walmart quick. If I want a pair of underpants, I don't know. Like, if I want pizza, I can go Pizza Hut or Domino's or whatever. Teleportation, that's the power.
0: You want the good pizza, and you chose Pizza Hut and Domino's. Yeah. <laughs> You are place? a man of culture.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously, teleportation. I can live wherever I want. I'm like, you know what? If I want something, boop, I can go get it. And then I don't have to pay for gas.
3: As long as you make that sound effect every time you, you teleport,
2: boop, boop,
3: boop. That not bam. That's hot. right. Uh,
0: <laughs> I love how when you chose teleportation, you chose the single worst teleporter in all time. I know of he is,
2: but like, I would obviously I want it to do be better where I don't teleport myself into the side of a building and like die.
1: <laughs> like, there's there's
0: so many better well, Kirk, teleporters than Kurt's the man. Kurt's the man. Okay, you, you you have you have Gateway. I don't care you, you about have, Gateway. Kurt's uh, a have Lockjaw. He's uh, a dog. You, like he's a dog. <laughs> Uh, is he? We don't um, know, because they keep kind of trying to retcon it, whether he was a, as a human shape, and then he went through teragenesis nice. and turned into a dog, or was he a dog first who happened to have an inhuman trait or a gene, and then he got power? No one knows at this point. We'll see, I guess. Give it give it 20 years, <sighs> and they might have finally locked down what Lockjaw actually is.
2: All
3: right, Christian,
2: <laughs> answer your question, man.
3: What's answer my part. own question. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's to manipulate matter. Basically, I guess similar to what Scarlet Witch does, because wait, well, like like That's what I was man manipulate power, man,
0: actually. or matter, because like uh, t- technically, technically Scarlet Witch's powers are more like um, it's she can tap into chaos magic oh, okay. and make really weird things happen, but she can affect matter sometimes. Obviously, as seen in like the House of M story. Level. yeah. So. You mean like like molecule man, where you can like turn things into other things, and then like bend the space time continuously? Yeah,
3: I guess that would be more. Yeah,
0: uh, he he's dumb powerful, by the way. Except like, he's a wuss d-
2: baby, so we don't have to worry about him.
0: Hey. Except for that, he tapped into the other multi dimensional versions and found cooler versions of himself that weren't a little wuss.
3: Baby. <laughs> so he'd probably just be one of the better versions. So speaking of multi- multiverse. Had one of the uh, titles to the upcoming films from San Diego Comic Con was Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So, Woo-hoo! so it is confirmed that there will be a, a multiverse. I is guess. it
2: though? Is it really though? Well, I don't know. It's supposed mm, to be
3: Marvel's know. first horror film, so this should be interesting. Good. Good. Oh, because yeah, I want to see Doctor
2: Strange get killed a bunch of times, so like he was the last time, except more gruesome. Would <laughs> right? be great. I've come to bargain ripped in half.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: they did also because they're going full swing into the upcoming movies kind of like you what you just said but the one that i'm actually interested in seeing is the shang chi movie yeah. because they announced who it was that was going to be playing shang chi and it, it i can't uh i'll look up his name real quick ben but it's something, the same right? guy from uh if you guys have ever seen kim's convenience store where's my wife where you you've seen it you know the guy he's in there uh, the older one, the one that is like works yeah, at a. The cute one? Yeah, the, she says the cute one. Yes, that one. He's playing Shang Chi. I'll look up his name in a minute. So I'm like genuinely, like that's that's gonna be awesome.
2: Well, I'm glad someone's excited for Shang Chi. <laughs> yeah,
3: it does. Uh, it does look in, uh, like I am kind of excited about it. Is it Donnie Yen?
2: I'm, I'm
0: looking it up right now. I'll give you just give me a second. Kim's. I'm,
2: I'm here for Blade. Like, Blade is, that's it. I guess the Blade is a thing? Yeah, Blade, man. They, they announced it. Mar-
3: Marshali Ali. Ali. <laughs> so, Cottonmouth. Uh... So, that means
2: Netflix is totally disregarded as whatever. Like, no one cares. That's, that was never really part of it, since they're going to have the same guy who's Cottonmouthy Blade. So, that just goes to show. And I know they had the one chick uh, who was Stokes, Mariah Stokes. She was actually. <laughs> So, yeah, Netflix, Netflix <laughs> is definitely disconnected from the MCU. It's a bit of a bummer, but that's okay.
0: All right, so it's his name is – I probably am butchering this – Simu – Simu Lee? Oh, that's totally his You got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Connor. Uh, uh, so that's going to be, like, legitimately cool. And because they, I totally know that they're harkening back to, like, Bruce Lee, they're going to make it a kung fu movie. It is going to be a, like – kind of uh, an homage to old Bruce Lee movies in what I'm expecting for them to do. So nice. I cannot wait for a Marvel Kung Fu movie. Yes. It's going to be awesome. As long as they
3: have bad voice dubs, that's all I'm worried about. Yes! Yes! <laughs> that
0: was great. Uh, no. Okay. Well, I think we are. Now are we finally out of community? Are we done? Yes,
2: now we're done. We are done. Okay. Uh, sorry. So, hold on. Hold on.
3: disrespect. no. No. <laughs> uh, are we out of community because you still have to talk about why you hate ranch so much?
2: Oh, yeah,
3: you, <laughs> you did ask me about that. Oh though. goodness.
0: This is a horrible story. This is like a really disgusting story. Uh
3: okay, so uh,
0: back back in when I was in high school, uh, I had a friend and her name was M and M had a car and I did not and uh, she asked me she's like, "Hey, do you want to hang out?" uh this afternoon or something like that i was like yeah sure whatever do you want to come pick me up so she comes and picks me up and i get into her car and in my like 15 year old mind i guess i thought it was probably cool to see what was in in m's car so i reach under the seat and m worked at mcdonald's when she was in high school so i reach under the seat and i find a, you know those packs of ranch that you get from McDonald's with the little aluminum foil top yes. that's super incredibly thin? Yeah. Okay. Well, M at this point had worked at McDonald's for quite a few years. And I, pick it, I pull this out, and I was like, what's this under here? And she's like, oh, my lord. That's probably been under there for like two years because I've not brought branch into this car since. And I'm like, huh, okay. So, I put this package of ranch in my pocket for some reason. Okay? <laughs> Remember, 15 year old logic. Right? <laughs> I think that maybe I thought it was going to be one of those situations where, ooh, I'll, we'll be driving real fast and I can hang out the door and, and, like, at the car window and, like, throw it at, like, a stop sign or something. I don't know. Once again, I was an idiot <laughs> when I was 15. So, this is in my pocket. She goes, hey, I need to drive to the bank. So I was like, whatever. So we drive to the bank. We were in line at the ATM. It had rained pretty heavily that day. So she is next in line for the ATM to pull up to, and I, uh, outside of the car, immediately to the right, is this enormous mud puddle that is probably about three to four inches deep. So it was about this time when, for some reason, the package explodes in my pocket, and it is rancid ranch dressing that apparently has been in a vehicle for like two years through multiple hot summers that has just exploded in my pocket. So I don't know what to do, and I panic, and the window – I roll it down real quick because the smell is so horrible, and then I start leaning out of – the car and i was like oh my god it smells so bad i lean out so far that because it had rain and there was water on the side of the car i slipped and fell out of the window into a four inch deep water puddle on the outside of this car instead of doing the rational thing like open the door and get out of the car <laughs> no i fall into this puddle. when i fall into the puddle the the range dressing gets even further running de- all over my leg, right? and like because it's like it's not it's not solid in any it's not like even semi-solid in any capacity it's like water Ugh. so it runs every it's everywhere so I can smell it there's no escaping it I'm in a water puddle a mud puddle and I start puking into a mud puddle <laughs> and so I'm hands I'm on my hands and knees in this mud puddle puking so now i have rancid ranch dressing mud water in my own vomit which is now getting all over my arms and my legs from puking into this puddle so at this point m is like oh my god what is happening right now so i was like oh my god i'm so sorry like i don't know what to do i was like i was like freaking out so she's like hold on let me pull up she pulls away so i don't have to walk like i jump out of the mud puddle and i walk over and she has a towel inside of like her trunk so she gets a towel out and she's like do not get any of that on the rest of my car sit on this towel so i sit on the towel and she's like what do, where do you want me to take you and I was like I don't know so nice we end up driving we end up <laughs> we end up driving to our local park that has an active fountain in the park so I'm 15 years old in the middle of a park covered in all of that that I just mentioned and I get out of the car and I literally just start bathing in the parks fountain trying to wash away all of my shame so uh so that that's why i hate ranch so much is because i have such a horrible scarring memory of ranch dressing um so now anytime anytime anyone gets anywhere remotely near me with ranch dressing and i smell it it's like a flashback to that moment in my life. And that is why I hate ranch dressing so much. So there you go. There's the whole story.
2: You, you never told me that your life was actually slapstick Adam Sandler comedy. Movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a terrible, unfortunate series of events that all unfolded there. Oh, good could work. you
3: imagine being like somebody in a car next to you and this, see this kid worm his that way voice out, of- fell out of
2: the window and started throwing it's like... up in that mud puddle? So... Uh... I actually, yeah, believe it or not,
0: I have lots of s- weird stories like that from my life that I have never told you, Calder. Uh, it like, just, it's it's just I, there's lots of weird things that have happened to me over over the years now. So hopefully it'll it'll calm down. Now never I, to. I never it <laughs> <wanted hopefully>, to. <laughs> hopefully my life will calm down as I enter the military. As I regretfully say. As I'm thinking about it, as I'm trying to say it out loud, that sounds so stupid. So, um, yeah, that happened. Um, so, there's You your shouldn't story. have told me that.
2: That's that's <laughs> great. I'm going to tell that so many people. You have no idea.
0: Just, if you are trying to get someone interested in listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks, listeners, just play episode. them that segment of this episode and <laughs> be like, what is happening? I must know more. And then you can listen to really stupid things like that. So, <laughs> hi, new listeners. Welcome to Die <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bad dad jokes and horrible stories about uh, puking with ranch dressing. I mean, it's Well, you know. <laughs> oh, there is sausage some... gonna eternal.
0: Sausage. <laughs> sausage gonna eternal. Oh, yeah, Sausage baby. gonna eternal. It's disgusting. So, all right, well. Thank you, Christian. Uh, We really appreciate you coming on to the
1: podcast.
0: (laughs) What a weird way to wrap up, but thank you for coming on to the podcast. I really, really enjoyed having you, uh, not only as a listener, uh, but as our super fan, and now someone who kind of pseudo-regularly comes on to the podcast. I really appreciate everything that you've done for our community.
3: You know, it really is, like – it's it's awesome i mean just being able to uh talk with you guys and to really interact with you guys but you know chris you importantly that just the step that you're making towards the military and serving our country and everything that's like i mean wear that with pride because that's that's important and and i always have you know the highest respect for for men who who do that who would lay down their lives for their own country so i want to i just want to say you from the you know best part of my heart thank you and you know i I really do wish you the best
0: you are absolutely welcome and i i've I've heard this from people that have said this in certain lines of work they're like i i wouldn't have done anything other than what i'm doing now i i'm positive that that's going to be my mentality Mm -hmm. as i go through it like that that was always the natural step for me so uh hopefully i make you guys proud out there so that's going to be really cool um you, out there in podcast land, having just learned that Dial H, is a, uh, Dial H for Hero Clicks is a thing and you got to hear that wonderful ranch story, um, you can follow us on Twitter at Dial H for Hero Clicks. That is the number four. Uh, you can search for us and find us on Facebook, Dial H for Hero Clicks, where we post the memes if you're interested in the memes. Calder's really good at making those. got a sick sense cool. of humor, and I've always really appreciated that. So. Uh, I think I think that's it. Uh, before Thanos snaps me out of existence, Calder, do you have anything else you want to say?
2: You know, I um I wanna this has been an awesome journey. Like seriously, this has been a great uh, like my life's really taken an amazing turnaround with this podcast and you're a part of that. And it's gonna be really different. It's gonna be really hard at actually, man. And I just wanna say this on air because it, it really meant a lot. Your friendship and everything that we've done, like pretty much the only guy I talk to every single week for a couple hours a week has been Chris for these past two years. And it's really just not going to be the same without you. And I'm, I'm really excited for where you're going to be going in life. And I just want to thank you so much uh, for all the time you've done for this community and uh, for me personally.
3: I You are absolutely
0: welcome. But seriously, thank you. Um, I Like I said earlier, we I, I hinted at it. Um, I, I'm just going to kind of spoil it now. <laughs> I didn't want to put everything that I wanted to say in this episode. Um, I am going to sit down here, actually, in probably a little bit or tomorrow, and I'm going to put out uh, my final farewell to everyone. Uh, I I had to write it down uh, because it was just important, and I didn't want it to be all off the cuff. I didn't want to forget a bunch of things, so um, I'll respond to all of that and everything uh, in in what I'm about to do, but. Uh, it has been a, an amazing journey for me, uh, and I really appreciate it. And then also, uh, thank you everybody that has been out there and been part of the community. Uh, and just even if you have never written in or anything like that, if you continued to listen to this podcast, it was because you had that mentality where this is it's, – it's a game, and there's a lot more important things than just this game. And that's what we always tried to, I, I thought, convey. So uh, I'll put more of that in the next thing, but um, that's that's all I've got for tonight. Absolutely. Then, if we are
2: good, I will read us out of here. Yes. As sir. a reminder, Dial H for HeroClicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com. You can buy <laughs> you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClick singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. All right, bye Happy guys. trails.
1: Nice
0: okay, I would be a little bit remiss if I didn't put a few of these sound bites in here, just because they have made me happy over the years. So I just wanted to play a few of them, like this.
1: Oh my God! Woo! Listen to that horn. Uh, this one. You see my downstairs mix-up? Yeah,
0: I didn't,
2: I didn't ask to see that, did I?
1: I'm old Greg.
0: God, I hope this is a nostalgia trip for some of these people, like it has been for me.
1: Oh. Somebody. oh, he needs God. some milk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye.